one one. I am BJ Ryan. Episode one hundred and fifty-seven is brought to you by Betfair. Don't bet harder, bet smarter at Betfair. And zooming in from the back of his private stretch limousine is the one and only mm. Terry Layton, the Perth Racing Guru. G'day, Terry. G'day, BJ. How are we? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. How's, um, the, how's the limo life? How's the limo life? Need to ask Bradley McManus. He's the, he's the limo <laughs> organiser. So, no, it was nice to uh, nice to ride in style to uh, to Pinjarra, and then um, as I said, went to our went to our prom afterwards. So, which was lovely. So, Brad went as me as me date, which was which was nice. I always like to go with someone a little bit shorter than me. You know? <laughs> Emasculates me a bit. So, <laughs> no, it was a good day. Always a always a lot of fun out at uh, Pinjarra. A lot of good characters out there. Shame that Alatorian couldn't get it done for us. I was very. Uh, I was a bit flat after the race, actually. I really did think we were going out there to win it, but um, yeah, I don't think he lost too many admirers with his performance. I thought it was super. He went excellent. His usual racing pattern. Yeah, he did really well. And the track has just turned into a bit of a dog of a track, hasn't it? Yeah, I'll tell you what. It's not the only one. Pretty bloody ordinary. Mm -hmm. And um, even today, you got, okay, well, the rail's out to. Geez, I think it's out to four metres today, which has been fair all year. But is it just the track that's playing on speed or is it certain lanes? So it's very hard to bet with confidence at Pinjarra now. After probably being – I said it before we did the Saturday meeting. The, the Magic, Magic Millions. Millions. It's yeah. been my favourite. I barely had a losing meeting at Pinjarra because you're just betting into a confident track. Yep. It's fair. You can lead. You can come from four the fence. You can come seven deep. You can just win if, if the speed maps and you're the best horse. And, um, yeah, now it's turning into just a different – just different track. You lead, you win. Yeah, it's a road, isn't it, for, mm. the, for the leaders? It certainly so. is. Uh, well, yesterday's um, Ascot cutaway well. midweeker wasn't much better, to be honest, was it? No, if anything, I, I was allowing once again for a cold cutaway and a, a strong central pit. Because the, so, week, the big week before was uh, cutaway was oh, every, off, wasn't it? Every time, it's midweek, the last three or four or five, when it's been 12, 14, Whatever it's been, it's just been uh, get central and off you go. There was an easterly yesterday, just a, a light one, um, but that maybe more should have just meant that horses out in front would be more suitable, not mm. a lot, not the the cutaway as much. But um, yeah, wild, wild, so wild. So speaking to you before the show, you said that um, you d you did your odds for the meeting, mm -hmm. you did all your form, mm -hmm. and you pretty much threw that out. Bin. threw that out the gate after uh, after race one. Yeah, well, after Village Girl saluted, mm -hmm. that's when I knew it was time to. Uh, I actually literally just deleted my uh, my little odds email to myself. I got it on a little separate screen, and um, I didn't delete the email. I just closed the window, and um, yeah, just looked at who's going to be leaders back popping into that inside pad. I had something small. I was really keen honeydew. It was a bit like Scotty Embry. That was me, uh, my bet I was most looking for the day and I was on that early, so I couldn't uh, escape that one, unfortunately. Tried to lay a bit back on bet fair late. Um, but I George gently something like, 15 16 17 dollars and i saved on it at 520. <laughs> uh, it just tells you a story about uh about how it was playing it was just so consistent there's a couple of odd rides as well in that sense and it's a couple of kids so you don't want to be too picky on them and they might have been given instructions to get rolling but you look at sort of alimentario with Taj, and then in the last my baby blue jean both had leaders back which was the spot where you win the races a1 and <clears throat> the way they rode them was was on the surface, fine. They got rolling, especially a horse like Elementari got rolling. It was just negative five lengths being out there compared to being hard on the fence. So, um, so live and learn, but it's just it's just a wild, such an unexpected pattern for a cutaway to be hot after the cutaway has been cold, 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 cold. So very hard to allow for. Mm, mysterious. Also, the review will be interesting where you can look for horses who were coming down the middle of the track yeah. that were unsuited and uh, well, follow the, uh, follow the um, whether they – 
uh, fall into a suitable race next up. Yeah, I was mm. equal favourite perfect bubbles in the first with um, here no checks. Uh, oh, geez, poor old. I'd like to speak to some people that took anyone two dollars fifty yet. By the way, that'd be that'd be interesting discussions to have. But um, <laughs> yeah, looking back at perfect bubbles, so you don't see many with Pike that are sixes out of fourteens on Betfair and sort of having a reasonable old whack at the fourteen dollars late. I think it was just the track pattern, which. Um, which probably got perfect bubbles beaten down the centre of the deck in retrospect. So we were probably a bit stiff there. I think quite a few people were keen actually, which is what I found quite I odd. Think, quite I a, think quite Tommy, a Tommy Johnston put Tommy it. Tommy really liked it. Scotty yeah. really liked it. A lot of people really liked it, but um, I don't know. Whoever was betting large volumes late definitely didn't like it. So For the net money. The net. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it's net my horse. <laughs> Uh, this suit is grey, yet. <laughs> um, all right. Now, last sad, sad day. Was it last Saturday or last Sunday? Oh, I don't know. Sometime over the weekend. Yeah, they're all the same. It, um, they merge. Bit they're of, a bit like Fitzroy and Bridget. Bit of, bit of old guru sort of dusted off the, the Twitter application and you let your fingers do the, oh, do the well, walking. Yeah. I don't know. Which one are we talking about? <laughs> so we're talking about, of course, you're the- post-halatorian grumps. So you're talking about uh, the nine-minute bar shoe debacle. <clears throat> the nine-minute burn you to survive, yeah. burn your cash bar shoe debacle. Oh, well, I didn't realise it was said on Tab Radio, so it's all good. Because yeah. if you say it on Tab Radio, that's fine because you've got to listen to Tab Radio 24-7 throughout the week. So that's something I didn't realise. So if that's the defence, that's 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 very good stuff. So I don't know whose fault it is. I'm not having a go at um because I, I think from what I'm understanding, Jason actually um, put it through earlier. Or I, I did some follow ups with the for, with the racing department, and uh, Jason genuinely thought that he'd submitted the. The gear change, and he hadn't. He hadn't. No, <clears throat> oh, I think the horse needs to be scratched. Then that, that's my opinion. For it. could you put blinkers on race day? For Late gear change. Have you ever? I, I can't remember seeing that. That would be super rare. So I mean, it would be like extreme. You, yeah. Blinkers or a bar shoe? What's a bigger gear change for you? The shoe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> it's just common sense. If it's if it comes down to train or fault, yeah, I think they've got to scratch or run without the shoe, and I don't think you can run without the shoe if the horse isn't right. So you just got to scratch. I yeah. think that's it. You know. And yeah. It's yeah, it's pretty simplistic. You've got to protect punters in that sense. Odds are out since Thursday. Uh, at worst, it has to come out the day before. It has to come out first thing in the morning, uh, and that even that's not good enough for me. But yeah. I looked on Sunday. Neville had Neville Parnham had Dominier and Wonderkind, mm. and I was like, sorry, I meant to actually figure out how far before the race, but there was a notification well, that came out. Look it up, and I'll, I'll I think just... it was the last. Well, it wasn't long before because I remembered we were in the process of having something small on Dominier when yeah. it was drifting, and um, I showed Brad and I said, "Oh, here you go." Yeah, this and um do you know what neville was fined for not notifying two runners two runners yeah do you know what he was fined for no one of them started a favorite which is irrelevant but 100 bucks mm. 100 bucks well that was the same like, fine as what jason miller got as well i reckon the little group i was with had probably 20 times that on domineer themselves like yeah. I, I you know people make honest mistakes obviously trainers very busy yielding sales time easy to slip your mind however yeah. uh, to be this is such an important part of our game that punters have all the information available to them to, in order to make their for their decision making process. Mm -hmm. And bar shoes are so important when it comes to. Well, it's just a red flag that the horse has had some form of minor yeah. uh, or some form of hoof issue. And they, they, well, there has to be these mistakes are going to happen. However, there has to be a significant deterrent to make sure that when you when a trainer has the failure out to this premises or whatever that. 
in their front of their mind, they know that they, they have to make this change straight away yep. so that the information is readily available to the public. But if you're only getting fined $100, I think you get fined for $50 for wearing the wrong colours. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it just doesn't add up. I mean, if you're getting a, f- a fine for wearing the wrong colours for a punter. How much would I got fined for my hat on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Lockie didn't like me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I, I, the, I, I'm interested to know whether the stewards agree that that is a significant change, and w- the punters need to be protected from similar instances moving forward. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? How do we how do we go about remedying this situation? So we well, don't. Everyone else puts a gear, everyone puts their gear changes in. They're in the race book on a on a Wednesday. Yeah. We just we remedy the situation by if you want to change the gear on race day, you actually can't. If the horse isn't fit to run, then you got to scratch it. Run it the following week. You know, it's pretty simplistic for me. Mm. It's not. It's not all that difficult. Unless I mean, the other thing you could say, oh, hang on, this horse could be developing, or we're a bit concerned. We might want to put it on. You might want to make that decision closer to. Mm. And that's difficult for punters. Do you then have a notification uh, possible bar shoe, yeah. and then notification comes on the day, so the punters given some type of pre warning that this horse does have an issue in that sense. And I know that that seems messy, and that doesn't seem like a great. But I can't see another obvious solution if you wanted to wait until the day. But he'd obviously – Jason and the team had obviously made the decision uh, early doors that he was wearing that shoe. Yeah, they just I think he assumed in a phone call with Racing assumed. Australia that he had said he'd, he'd submitted the gear change. But yeah. uh, um, I've been Scritch. told that that's not what happened. So, Scratch. Uh, yeah, for, for me it has to be more of a – Imagine – like it didn't affect – I don't know about you. I don't think either of us took the 220 early. But imagine like Bernier's 360 or something. We've absolutely like we've had an absolute launch at an early price. And there's going to be times like because my tweet was not out of my pocket whatsoever. All that made me do is have a bit more acromantula, unfortunately. So mm. I probably actually did it's, lose money from it. I was um, thinking about it. It's a tough one though. With, like do imagine you, like um, yeah. I, do you scratch? Oof. Do you, if you're a steward, do you scratch? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Then you'll say, oh, what happens if you've got the favourite in a feature race? And so we'll put you put the – what happens then? What happens when there's a bigger deterrent um, in any situation in life? Why do people get certain uh, jail terms for crimes that people might not see as as harsh as some other uh, crimes? It's because the deterrent stops people from doing it going forward. So mm. the deterrent is the biggest factor. And deterrent of scratching your horse, once you do that once, you reckon you're going to do it again? God, No. No. God, no, because you then you got to tell the owners, oh, I forgot to do this. You feel like a bit of a goose, but yep. you got to learn the hard way. Yeah. So, yeah, got it's got to be a scratch for me. If, if it comes down to there, if, if it's an administration vote and you've told them, then, you know, that's um, that's that's a different issue. But if you've failed to <coughs> alert of a key gear change like that, then you've got to – the horse has got to be scratched. It was it was pick, me, it was picked up when they were checking gear pre-race, which is why so – which if, is why so otherwise it, it, it would have ran with it and we wouldn't, <coughs> wouldn't have known. If, if – if the sh- if the shoes weren't checked by the um, by the on course staff, then it could have easily have gone around with a bar on, and no one would have been any wiser. Mm. So yeah, that's good. Um, that's except good for stuff. your Toby Duns of the world, who are yeah. watching, who are uh, uh, hawk-eyed watching everything going on in the yard. But uh, yeah, it could have if if it was missed by the staff on the day, could have easily have run with the bar shoe, and nothing was said. So, mm. um, yeah. It's anyway, a- we move on. Do we move on? We move on. We're done. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we had some good racing last weekend. Of course, Admiration Express, all the Kingsmen, Marachino, and then we moved to the Pinjai Classic Sunday at Hot Z. So some pretty good horse flesh amongst those winners, Guru. Yeah, I think uh, I just got a message earlier saying Hot Z's going on to the Bunbury Classic. 
yeah. as well. So I wonder what type of penalty. I haven't actually looked. Did Hot Gets at two points for that? You kept talking. Because Creator was an 86 rate or an 85 rate at the time. So the penalty might not be all that uh, all that big. But um, yeah, no, there was just a Cocker announcement as well, BJ. Did you right. say that one? No. Uh, 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 I'd never heard of the horse. That's how well. This is really good. <laughs> Shades of Rose has been confirmed in Magic Bloodstock's Tab Touch, the Quokka slot. So there you go. I'm sure everyone will know this by the time this comes out. But uh, Bjorn Baker having his... Uh, First runner in WA, I would yes. say. Yes, I think that's what it says. It's a long press release. I'm not reading all that now. There you go. Another one. One less spot for Halatorian to take in the uh, in the quokka. But um, no, it was a good win, Hot Zed. Big weight. Uh, a lot of work from Troy Turner. Good ride. Good aggressive ride. I... I, I do think was a, that was a that was a ripping ride. I, I do think he should have been kept three deep though. Have a look at um on Son of a God. Yeah. And he has every opportunity to take that spot and be on the back of Snipper Rucci, where you had like the, the spot you had to be, you just simply did not take it. Um and said the horse didn't go. And the horse was actually traveling not too bad. Final I think Son of a God was one that was I don't I don't know if it's going or not, but it was very, very odd for me. And the main reason I've analyzed that is because I think if Son of a God kicks up, takes the one one hot Zed stays deep. Halatorian's a horse closer. Gets the rails run and potentially um, goes a bit closer. Maybe creator then wins the race. I'm not sure, but um, yeah. But still, with the big weight, uh, doing the work early as well. It was it was a really nice win for a. As Louis says, it's a perennially underrated horse. There was a couple of group um, one place getters in that, wasn't there? Yeah. Oh no, Hot Zed ran fourth, mid bottom fifth. Fourth, fourth and, and tight minus third fourth, in a gold rush. Fourth in a gold rush. Fourth in a gold rush. Fourth in a gold rush, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So to answer okay. your first question, Hot Zed got three points. So he's a 103. Oh, wow. He's a 103. So that's 13, six so and a half, 60.5 in a bummery classic. Yeah. And I, I, <clears throat> I'm led to believe that he doesn't travel well, which is why he's not on the plane with Maricino heading to uh, um, Melbourne. Okay. Because, yeah, go. he'd be a he'd be nah, a, mate, bummery classic's the way to go. It's going to... Um, be probably the same field, maybe a couple of other ratings horses that will come into it. Um, but, yeah, running second to Halatorian in the Bunbury Classics, nothing to sneeze at. So Shades of Rose, no. Bjorn Baker. <laughs> Shades of Rose, no. Bjorn Baker, uh, 10 starts, 7 wins. It's a four-year-old mare. It's a Group 2 Rose Hill winner last September. Um, it ran in the Everest, ran eighth in the Everest, beaten three lengths. It was a $31 pop in the Everest. That was its last start. It trialled at... Ranwick on the 20th of February, it won that trial of beat, lost and running in, in the Congo, which are two pretty good horses. So there you go. Mm. Shades of Rose is uh, quokka bound. Not so. for me. What a waste of a slot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and Lulu Chiani just winding back the clock like yeah. this. Is, See how quick do, do, you know how, do you know how long Lou has been like a one of the best trainers in Yeah. Dublin? It is decades, decades and decades. Do you see how quick Maricino went? Yeah. Like in the run, I was thinking, because it, it got like, I actually, uh, I, I thought about it after. I really wish I did take some of the 240, 250, obviously now in retrospect, but um, like we said, there was just nothing else that could be backed. It had mm. to start some even money, you know. Uh, we obviously had that little caveat that, uh, and I'll, I'll stick to that. It was just the 70 days between runs. There's some risk, but considering in the run, I'm thinking to myself, because I didn't really have a bet in the race end at all. So I'm thinking in the run, shit, he's going quick here. Like this really will test if it is properly fit. And um, yeah, to go 12 lengths quicker than bench off 70 days and win like that, you've got to be pretty fit. So yeah. good I, job from You Lou. know what? <clears throat> Watching, well, sort of casting my eye over the goings on in Melbourne at the moment, the Australian Cup has been 
because of the Melbourne Sydney thing, the turf wars that's been going on and increased prize money in Sydney, the Australia, and, and of course the introduction of the All Star Mile has weakened the Australian Cup to a degree. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think Maricino is out of the Australian Cup at all, and no. I think he's going to have two starts as the Australian Cup. Prelude, I, th- I believe it's called. It's a new race. Yep. So he's going to go around in that and then to the Australian Cup. Who's the, the last that- West Australian horse to compete in the Australian Cup? I don't know uh, if I've got this right, but I might Regal be. Power. <laughs> was it Regal Power? I was going to go with Platoon. Yeah. He Platoon did go around in yeah. the Australian Cup because I think Brad Parnham on the same day or very close to that rode um, down the straight run second. He's going across uh, the Indian Pacific. Pacific. Yeah. Let's get to the bottom of this. Anyway. So, actually, West Australian horses have a tremendous record in the uh, Australian Cup in my lifetime anyway. Starstruck, Northerly, Old Comrade. So, Regal Power went around in a Australian Cup in 2000. So, maybe- 2000? Two, uh, sorry, 2020. He's been going around a while. <laughs> Regal so Power. Platoon might have gone around in 21. You could be right there, Guru. Um, really, really wrong. Really wrong. Uh, so, yes. So- Maricino, I think he's yeah, he's just the, his style of racing and just the vein of form that he's in. Lulu Gianni, and I wonder who's going to ride him. Jags, he go over and ride? Do you think? I heard some commentary about it. Yeah, he'd love to. He'd love to see it. Always enjoy watching when uh, when our crew go across a, a local go with him. But you could also understand them going with a a local hoop. So yeah, twenty twenty one platoon platoon, and it followed up and rent rent rent. Uh, three weeks later and second in the gold mile at Bendigo. Anyway, let's get on with it. All right. So, yeah, congratulations to all the big race winners. Paul Huckle, of course, all the King's men. Mm. Uh, I saw him holding the trophy both race. Love Good it. ride. Yeah. Great ride. And even I actually thought Lucy's ride at Admiration Express was one of the best of the day as well. Just made sure yep. she crossed all the horses inside her. Be on the back of- uh, yeah, yeah. on the back of- There's plate. something really underrated about that in regards to being aggressive earlier to be defensive later, get across, yep. get your spot, let them all come across. If you come out, even if you've got barrier five, six, seven, which look like reasonable barriers on the surface, mm. you come out neutral looking across to you, suddenly there's no spot. You just snag. Win, it, win your race early. Win your race early, exactly. And knowing that speed map was just, she'd done her research yep. there, knowing that it was likely to be feels playful in front, likely we let her boogie in the breeze. And exactly like we said, let her boogie was gone at the 600. Um, I still think she wins peeling out at the six and go, well, she does. Yeah. Peeling out going at the six, but it's a different race. It's a different kettle of fish. Or if a, horse, a, if a horse keeps you in three deep and you're suddenly getting shuffled back, maybe you don't win. Well, who knows? So. And she had an easier time of it as well. So Exactly right. You know, moving forward into the Natasha. Just wins, all of them. Uh, I hope not. I've had a futures bet. So, um, uh, yeah, I hope she gets knocked off in the Oaks. Just you got she's, she's fit. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I um, picked out two of Brad's on tab touch that were overs, and yeah. I, I didn't go down there a bit because I can't really get on for a, an amount that's worthwhile. And um, was that yeah, one? Was she's fit was one of them. And the other one was Admiration Express to win both. Yeah, that were the two things I picked out. And right now we should. Now, uh, <clears throat> West Australians in action over at Flemington this Saturday. Midnight Blue for the Cerise and White and John Leake Jr. And then LK Fernie, Luke Fernie has got Shadow Fear, Laced Up Heels and Wild Bell. Is Shadow Fear going around again? Yeah, Shadow Fear is going around again. So Wild Bell, a very, very fast filly, of course, and she's making her uh, Victorian debut, having beaten up on a uh, pretty decent field here at Ascot only a few weeks ago. Very exciting. I'm looking forward to watching Wild Girl. Favourite in the early markets, I believe, about 350. Is that right? Yep. Okay, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously well-placed then by uh, LK. Okay. So, yeah, plenty to look forward to this weekend, including He'll uh, probably West have Speed. a state-to-state double, I'd suggest. State-to-state winners. Okay. States. Yep. Well, he's got multiple chances in all fairness. Yeah. He could easily have three winners on Saturday. Possibly. 
Possibly. We'll get to that. So you could have Stay tuned. six winners. No, well, no, that, that's <laughs> ambitious. Stay that's ambitious. ambitious. All right. he, he won't see Sunday if he has six winners. All right, let's take a break and we'll get cracking on this preview. It's time to partner with Betfair and preview West Speed Autumn Series final day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton, we're teaming up to record episode 157 of the 1-1. This is your West Australian Racing Podcast. It's just after 11 a.m. on Thursday, the 2nd of March. Pinjarra Scarpside today. Albany tomorrow, Ascot and Geraldton on Saturday, and of course, Esperance Cup Day on Sunday. I forgot, long weekend, so we're heading to York for a uh, long weekend sure. Monday, uh, public holiday Monday meeting at York, undulating. It's all happening, isn't it? Yeah, busy day. This oh, is- we got one, two, three, four, four meetings, three days. Yeah. It's not that hard with the math, really, was it? Three days, there's two on one, so. <laughs> what about, so this is Albany. Just, yeah, Albany. Friday. Gerald, this is some of your where you do your best work. Esperance, York. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. York's yeah, undulating form's been a bit of a query in the last few years, actually. But uh, Albany's half in the bin, and Esperance, I'm really keen on. I like Esperance at the moment, so that's the that's the the meeting I'll be doing the Sava with alongside Gerald. But um, yeah, I'm enjoying the city racing more than ever, actually. Good, to be honest with you. Very good. So lots, uh, yeah, it's just easier, easier to get on as well. Yeah, well, if you want to have a punt, there's plenty of opportunities yeah, here on the West I don't Coast. Really like having a punt. <laughs> Speaking to the wrong person, Bajam. Uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned uh, throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market, city mates. Get out stakes competition. Don't forget, we've got. It's, um, back. it's back. It's back. Finally, finally, after a one week hiatus. <laughs> Um, we have uh, Jimmy Stewart taking on the reigning mastermind, uh, Mitchell Pateman. Yes. Who knocked off What Up Walks a couple of weeks ago, and we'll be uh, looking for a, uh, a quieter affair here. Don't know if Jimmy will bring quite the same um, intensity intensity to the table unless he's had a couple of those Red Christian Bulls. Hawk and Red Bulls. So. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, Christian Hawkins versus What Up Walks. That would, wouldn't that be a oh, that would be Wouldn't a that be something? That would be a showdown. Deary me. Yeah, that would be a showdown. Yeah, hey. Um, all right. If anyone wants to hear a bit more from the guru over the next couple of days, where can they find you? Uh, the uh, Miles, Air of Power, tomorrow, BJ, from 9 o'clock onwards for an hour. Yes. And um, Off power. I think I'll be on with Gareth on Saturday morning. Okay. Well. Just, a, um, just short and sharp, bang, short bang, and in sharp. and out. Bang and bang. Yeah. Well, I think both of them are pretty short and sharp. Over in Sydney this weekend, actually, for my cousin's 40th. Happy birthday to Marley, who would not even know I had a podcast only <laughs> listening to this right now. But I think a few of the other ones have a punt. So, um, yeah, it'll be a different day. I think last race when- is 5.40, so it'll be 8.40, finish. I reckon I might be um, declaring one by that stage of the day in the last. Sydney, okay, very good. Sydney, the winner. Enjoy. The winner is? <laughs> Sydney. <laughs> Uh, very good. 1-1 one, one reminders. The 1-1 one, is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, all the major podcasting platforms. If you go looking for it, no doubt you'll find it. So please download, subscribe, rate, like, review, follow. If there's an opportunity to give us a five-star rating, well, don't think, just do. All right, let's get cracking on this Ascot preview. It's time for our Ascot track report. Brought to you by Witten's Irrigation and Design. Whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, order wisely with Witten's. And Craig, such a great supporter of our show. I've got a little surprise for you and Connections. Mm. Let's roll. 
travelling beautifully down on the inside. It's following Traverne and then avoidance to the outside Divine Pair at the 250. Now on the outside Major Max comes at Traverne with Ex-Celestial pushing through down the outside Divine Pair avoidance having to change direction. Ex-Celestial getting right up on the inside of Traverne. Major Max, Ex-Celestial, Major Max, S Ex-Celestial. It's Ex-Celestial that wins it and she's won it by half a length. Ex-Celestial for the crew, the Witten family, Timmy Gears and crew uh, messaging Craig this morning, congratulating him on uh, yesterday's victory and uh, life's good. I think he's contemplating buying a boat and calling it Ex-Celestial. So Fair enough. things are on the up and up there at Witten's Irrigation and Design. But let's turn our attention to the Ascot track this Saturday, Terry. Uh, what do we got, babe? A bit cooler. I think it's about 29. Uh, 29 predicted. The rail's out seven metres. Um, 29, mm. seven, and um, we've got a bit of a south whistly mm -hmm. in the afternoon. So you'd allow for, I've just allowed for a nice fair deck. Yep. Butchie, a bit like Butchie's. Lovely big fair deck at Ascot <laughs> this weekend. So <laughs> that, that'll probably mean that the rail is red hot or ice cold or blah, blah, blah. As we always say, be ready to... Um, Change tact as mm. necessary. Good if this trust. was, if we did a podcast for yesterday's meeting, I probably would have been talking about getting out to the centre and um, taking on horses drawn well that are likely going to have to use the cutaway. You generally just, yeah, just delete podcast after that. So, been um, been it exactly right. But look, on the surface, the conditions point to a nice fair deck. Okay, so fair deck. Looking forward to the seven meters as well mm. this Saturday at Ascot. So. Let's get moving, eh? Race mm. one is the Amelia Park Plate, 12.28 bounce down. It's for the two-year-olds over the 1,000 metres. Um, a lot of banter is a first starter from the Simon A. Miller Yard, is a trial winner, is actually in the, in the market for the futures, for the Karakata mm. futures. It's making oh, its debut. Brave Shot is uh, another trial winner. This one from the team Williams Yard. It uh, looks like it's got its share of ability. Platinum Shot is having its first start since starting favourite, running third in the Crystal Slipper last year. And there's uh, a couple of horses coming out of the Magic Moons and another recent trial winner who I was quite impressed by, Neville Parnham Yard, number five, Zip Away. Terry. Tell you what, I'd live to tell six to 270 for the Karakata as well after yep. its little trial victory my little my spies tell me a, a certain trainer of that horse might be uh, fairly confident it's all over um so big big watch you presume it will come back what is that a philly philly yes philly, it'll yep. come back in the gym crack I, right I, I thought that they might be going supremacy gym Sup crack karakata okay. three third up into the karakata. bang 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 yeah yeah bing boom so bang brave halo, halo is reportedly coming back for the karakata I thought it did something bad. It nicked its tendon. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Oh, but there's nothing more sinister. This, this is just quoting the Italian, Stallion, Giulio it's coming Santorelli. Back. It's uh, The plan is to return for a character yeah, showdown. It was the run of the race in the Blue Diamond, wasn't yeah, it? I was on. Wasn't that way. something? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was actually a pretty good ride from the barrier, really. You found a horse to take you into it. You were four. It's always hard as a two-year-old, even with cover being Massive run. It could almost be unbeaten, Brave Haley. Yeah. So it was a good thing leaked in the – Prelude, yeah. and then it was massive from wow. the outside gate. Onto I guess the uh, well, there's a bit of a caveat then. I guess about taking the short slip to tell. That's uh, yes, Brave Halo will take up a large portion of market, and its best might be too good, but it's also very hard to win for a youngster going hopping across the borders. And you never elongated know, you, you never also you never know what might just 
jump out of the ground at the trials in the next couple of weeks. They can mm. throw a spanner in the works as well that, oh. we, haven't, that we haven't seen yet. But this I think Live the best, to Tell I think looks the best uh, of Brave Hale and what we saw from Live to Tell. I don't think there's much. Yeah, less. it's interesting. Those two horses went head to head in the initial plate. Nothing much in it. No, there was a photo. So Brave Halo sat outside Live to Tell and mm. they went stride for stride. Um, a lot of good men in third. Gee, that's a good form reference for yeah. the initial play, isn't it? Yeah. Um, is. Anyway, thoughts on the opener? Um, no, no strong thoughts. They, they knew last week with Brave Strike, didn't they? Yes. Um, gee whiz, Simon had three runners in the race and the one with Holly on, we just naturally pinged the one with Patty on as the number one. And in all fairness, it obviously that ran last week yeah. at 15 lengths. Too so bad wasn't, to be true. That wasn't yeah. on merit. That wasn't on old Roger Merritt, the yeah, Brisbane full forger room. <laughs> yes. Old Roger. Um, <laughs> I do so, yeah, this is a similar setup trial. It was a couple of months ago being brought back without a um, without a subsequent trial. You get the feeling they might like this horse as well, potentially. Um, slightly sticky gate. You'd think they'd follow across leading Taddy, hope to land somewhere on speed, maybe with cover, maybe in the breeze, could even lead if leading Taddy's happy to – Sit outside of them. I think Luke and Holly or Peter. It'll be Peter Fernie looking after the team this week. Good team to look after too. I think they'll be happy just parking with Trista Gold. I don't you think so. I don't think they'll be trying to lead. Um, they might, but yeah. I don't know. That's just my – everyone overreacts. Like everyone goes the opposite way every single time. It's just a common theme. Like yeah. I, I would have thought telling a few were, yesterday. I, I was pretty confident that Ascalot was going to go forward yesterday. I was telling you before, wasn't yeah. I? Like I just – it's just a – don't know. They, they've. I know. I know. It did a lot of work to lead last start, and they'll probably be happy if they end up in front softly. But I think they'll also be okay just parking on them and, and sprinting. Its best run was probably that run behind Odenaka. Yeah, I, I would have thought if you're going to try and lead from a sort of outside alley and imagine just lead from three. Mate, everyone's very reactive. I wouldn't be gifting a lot of banter the lead. That's for sure. But anyway, or, or leading Taddy. Yeah, they both go. Uh, Relatively, leading Taddy's probably quicker than Twister Gold early, but um, with the draws, uh, Holly, if she wants to, you'd think she'd be able to hold up. But uh, yeah, look, I uh, I am not really going to have a bet here. I, I marked a lot of banner two seventy. If if it went up sort of three fifty ish type thing with Brad, that was sort of my thought process. Have a tiny little bet with him, and yeah. just for some interest and potential, it could be better than him. But um, yeah, brave shots trial didn't get me. I didn't think that was much of a trial, to be honest with you. Um, Leading Taddy, I think, can win. That's it's probably the one that's over my price. But in saying that, I think it's going to get caught in no man's land. It's just in a tough spot. So I think I've probably underpriced that. Platinum shot, someone with race experience. The 400-meter trial, it didn't show the same dash. So it'll no. probably take a sit here. Uh, and Zip Away was a nice trial winner, but it's very difficult to win when you're missing kicks like that. Blinkers gone, which they weren't on in the trial. I, th I thought that was quite odd, actually. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's obviously got talent, but it's it's hard to win in that manner. So yeah, I'll zip tip Simon's. But zip away feels like three back fence, looking for traveling, looking for runs, sort of trouble. Yeah. So yeah, uh, so. I actually quite like Brave Shots trials. So, but I see the market sort of found it a little bit this morning. Three seventy. I'd like um, to see Janny go around because mm. uh, it was stopping dead, and Janny was coming at it with um with passion late. I don't know. Grant and Lina are still trying to figure two-year-olds out. I yeah, think that's true. Well, to some degree. That's so, yeah. yeah, I didn't – the last 50 metres or so of its trial, and it's 1,100-metre trial as well, which is odd coming back to the 1,000. Yeah, that's because the um, – That's the, all, the, that's, that's the all I had available. Yeah. was unavailable yeah, yeah, on the yeah. day. Um, uh, yeah, I just thought if, if, yeah. if a lot of banner can't cross and has to breeze, then Brave Shot's the horse I want to be on. So, okay. uh, just parked in parked in. I need to watch the trial getting, again. Getting last crack at them. I just remember the last 50 of that trial, I thought I did this race last and I knew I wasn't going to have much interest in it. So I just thought maybe the, the, those 1,100-metre trials, like they're all going to be looking looking after their – 
their horses. So um, tell you what, though, everything in the bell hoose colours starts a little bit shorter than they should. Yeah, well, there's one it's yesterday, Covert, Covert Rose. What about Majestic plus. Pearl on Sunday? Yeah. Its trial suggested it should have started 20,000 to one. It started six bucks. Mm. It was beaten about 408 lengths. Anyway. A conservative. Anyway. <laughs> hasn't finished yet. Four days bloody later. Yeah. For me, for me, I, I was hoping I might, I'd get 450 plus Brave Shot. At the moment, it's 370, which is- That's when the owners step in and I'll yeah. probably start $1.60. Yeah. If there's a bit of a wobble late for Brave Shot, it might get me bet fair, but I'm happy just to sort of shoulder arms. Yeah, great race to shoulder arms because say a lot of band it does get out to four bucks. I go, here we go, yeah. I've got my price. Yeah. Like, oh, hang on, why have I got my price? Yeah. Like, why? Hang on, we saw the money come for Brave Strike last week. So it was a good um, win, Brave Strike. I mean, it was a very good win. Yeah. It was, thank God for us. Otherwise, we've gone back to back, dual lays getting up. So oh. we, we needed that. Yeah. We needed that photo just for our self respect. Yeah, I think we, Not uh, that we have a huge I think amount. Both our lays were in second. Didn't we have the same one? I, I went Casino 17. Oh, the previous week we yeah. both went um, Super Session. Yeah, and it, it, <laughs> it saluted. <laughs> got, got lucky. Got lucky. Sure, it, it was 450 out of 10. <laughs> um, In our defense, we wouldn't have laid it at 10 Might bucks. be a good race just to watch and see see if you can take some pattern notes, actually. This, yeah, this a bit of, um, yeah, a bit of Luke pattern. All right. Race two is the happy 21st Lewis Green handicap. Happy birthday, Lewis. Yeah, LG. Life's good. Uh, life's good. 1,000 metres for the three-year-old 62-plus handicap. Um, what have we got here? we got mm. William Luthwaite holds, uh, holds a couple of aces. He's got Prawns 11, who uh, chased home the aforementioned super session at Pinjaro the other day, and Melka Pindari, who we were both pretty keen on in the Magic Moons three-year-old trophy but uh, she ran into a red-hot man crush on the day. She was weak as piss as well. Street Parade has had a trial since uh, being pu pulled out of the Magic Millions by Chris Parnham. A trial over 400 the other day, a bit of a roughhouse affair. Mm. Cut the talk. Timmy Crosby's got a nice horse here. And uh, there's a couple of other horses in the race here that have some reasonable form. But for me, it feels like a, a good option for Pike and Luthwaite Prawns 11. Yeah, no, it's, it's the obvious favourite, your mark here. But I think we're talking $2.00. Four T, hang yep. on. Two, I'm looking on Bet Sport. I'm looking at two dollars thirty-five. That's a little bit of a thin mark for a horse twelve hundred back to a thousand. That's the only thing I'll say. I mean, the super session form will probably be good, but we we and Excelestia in third and one, obviously. But be careful when just saying that form suddenly good. Excelestia did get the right run yesterday on the best part of the track, etc. It's Prince amongst men that's run fifth, who's a sort of going to go around hundred to one later today. So. Still some query on that form, but uh, yeah, it, it's the one. I, if it went up $3, I was, I was pretty happy to have a bet, but never saw that price. I never had to be too perturbed. Um, I actually marked, BJ, I actually marked Bisector second favourite. Put in a, thought the run behind Wild Bell, maybe just put in a bit of a flat one that day. I think it pulled up um, not 100% happy. Uh, Mild heat stress. Yeah, mild heat stress. So I didn't pull up uh, ecstatic that day. That, and this is 1,100 back to the 1,000. Came out since run second to, to cut the torque. Um, it's down three and a half kilos. Cut the torque's down one and a half. But cut the torque loses Kesh. Um, I think when you lose your regular jockey and Taj goes on, I think Kesh might be worth the length in that situation. So I think it can turn the tables on it. Platinum Taj class. Is bit, Taj them. is a bit stiff here too because where does six look sticky? I think it's an ugly map. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to have snipping over on its back. <laughs> and there's probably a chance, and to be honest, they should just lead with snipping over because yeah. the race is so greenly. And yeah. as soon as that happens, it's all over. Yeah. Um, Prawns 11 wins the race. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I don't know. It can't, I, I've got to review my market here because I'm 260 prawns 11 and mid fours bisector, but I I don't like that. Mm. You know what I mean? And if I'm that short bisector, maybe I should have hit 650 and prawns 11, 220, and then suddenly I can consider a late look on Betfair at 280 or something. But um, yeah, I'm happy to take on Street Parade. Sorry, Jimmy Stewart, who we'll talk to shortly. Sorry, James. I'm happy to take on Street Parade. Um, so he had set weight to penalties last start. Now it's back to handicap conditions. Tougher setup. Not sure if the horse is um, uh, at its best either, I guess. Uh, cut the talk from the barrier. Well, it'll be and the some, change of some we'll training on. effort, though, yeah. if he can win the street parade after something must have gone wrong in the Magic Millions and then coming off a 400 minute trial the other day. So. Yeah, exactly right. So, yeah, it's prawns 11, easy on top selection. But um, current prices, if I was forced into a bet, probably bisector, almost bisector each way. Top two at 320, 340 a hole. Um, but I'm not going to have a bet at this point in time. You can't see Melkar Pindari being ridden cold and. Yeah, we'll be ridden cold and trying to run on over them. But I thought Mark Harpindaria was pretty poor the other day. I would I have liked have to have seen closer. her pull a, pull a length off Man yeah. Crush, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought um, – he's, he's a good horse, though. He is a good yeah, horse. Yeah. Mrs. Uh, Divine Inanna's run third, who hasn't flattered yesterday. Miss yeah. Ava, the maiden's run fourth. Like, yeah, flashed. Oh, it was a yeah. net. I'm pretty sure around <laughs> fifth or sixth. So. I didn't mind the run of Platinum Class the other day, so, you know, in an easier race. Yeah, no, I, platinum, I, I wouldn't talk class. you out of Platinum Class. I think what you want is as a Platinum Class – if you were going to back Platinum Class, you'd hope it ends up somehow on the back of Bisector yep. to take you into the race and not in the back of Snippin' Over. I think Snippin' Over's trial, though, we will remember that trial. It was something. And yeah. they made a blue in the Magic Millions, not just letting it stride to the front, yeah. like when you're pulling that hard. Like it probably still gets beaten panels and it might just be a flashy trialer, but uh, it also might be talented, Snippin' Over. So, yeah, good race to stay of unless I see a nice Prawns 11 drift. Otherwise, I might waste two bucks on Bisector each way. I reckon you might. I reckon you might. Prawns eleven, just a slight maybe, one. maybe yeah. two well, eighty, two ninety, bet fair, something like that. Yeah, the fig. Well, on the on the data with an R, mm. um, you will see your price, but okay. but the the data again with an R doesn't always uh, correlate uh, to horses that are on the rise with William Pike on board. Yeah. They can the 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 data goes out the window to some degree, and this could be one of those. I suspect, but happy okay. to hold five for now. Okay, race three is the classic car show. Ascot, 26th of March handicap. This is another thousand. Is that your bread and butter, is it? Uh, maybe a Jimmy Stewart. I was just, hey, it's got to be a Jimmy Stewart kind of, kind of <laughs> setup, isn't it? The classic car show. Um, Might be some new li nice limos to look at for <laughs> the next year's Pinjara Classic. <laughs> well, imagine if uh, the Bunbury Bunbury was in the Bunbury Turf Club was oh, in action. Think, no, you and the got it to that, so you and the Hello Fellows would be on a mission. Okay. That's our own ground. All right. So we've got the, the car show coming up at Ascot it's on the 26th of March. Bunbury Classic. Hello? All over, isn't it? Pike stays on? Yeah. 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 He wasn't. He didn't think it was as good a run as um, as we did. Brad sort of suggested, oh, geez, that's nearly one of his best runs of his career. Brad Pikey said, huh, oh, just, just a run. Just a run. Generally, like he said, he was entitled to run on, entitled to do. That was good, honest feedback. But sometimes you just got to tell me what I want to hear directly after the race. <laughs> That's the best horse I've ridden ever. <laughs> yeah, now Parky, I've ridden Arcadia Grace, I've ridden Galaxy Star, but that was the best. <laughs> now, Parky, just just forget everything you just said, yeah. and now just tell me what I want to hear. <laughs> oh, dear, yeah. All right, the car show handicap. Mm. Uh, it's a graduation, sixty plus, fifty four minimum over the one thousand meters. 
We've already spoken quite a bit about super sessions so far in this show. It's 1,200 back to 1,000 for Adam Durant. Pike goes on to Senorita Dorotea. The informed Ganjimis have a couple of runners in this, including the talented Thomas Magnum resuming. And friend of the show, friend of mine, Toddy Harvey has patched up Q Belling and he is uh, having his first start in 700 days. So good luck to the crew there mm. in, uh, involved in Q Belling. But not about, it's a small field, but not about a little 1,000 uh, meter scamper, this one. Yeah, good job to get uh, Q Belling back to the races. What's there? Just mainly interested in getting uh, him around safely. I and think so. Yeah, being a happy horse because the the leads on offer almost. I don't. I I don't think uh, he showed as much gate speed, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, we saw him at the races. Early doors, he led. He, he was a speed horse early, yeah. and then they changed tack, and he actually was quite effective being ridden just off the speed mm. sort of and uh, and zapping with uh, Victoria Corva on board a couple of times. She mm. went on him. So. You don't see many 1,000-meter races with no defined speed, and this is one of them. So you'd like to think that uh, down the bottom there that um, Philly Naylor and Jade McNaught say, let's not get crossed. Let's just lead and yep. run. But, uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if there's a desperation to hand up. Um, who knows? Just It's just the most obvious try and lead, but it's also for mine just the most obvious with a horse that struggles to win, just try and lead on Mantelli. Yeah. It pings the lids. It, it travels nicely. Just, just what, what jump else, run What else lead. are you going to do, really? Otherwise, you're breezy. Well, it, it probably is Prince Marksman leading and then Mantelli breeze. Super Session begins real well. It actually begun better than Prince Marksman the other day. I, I would be saying to Clint, um, don't hand up the front if you don't have to. Yeah. I'd be saying just, like, honestly, with Super Session, always just try and lead throughout, which seems wild, but it begun better than Prince amongst Prince amongst men you probably um, you probably don't otherwise really on the want back to be following no. and they bunch no you? you don't you don't want to be on the back of, of that i think prince amongst men's actually going real nicely and there's a nice wednesday race in it yep. soon um but not not this i wouldn't have thought um yeah look I, I it's an odd decision for to drop super session back to this but i think it was to utilize a three-year-old claim it's a thin field and i think adam thinks it's a really 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 good horse he could probably just I wonder um, if it was just a, a programming necessity. I wonder. I think what there was a twelve hundred meter sixty six on this program. You don't get your one kilo three year old allowance. Did it nominate for it? Yeah, it did. It drew four. Okay, so it drew well. Yeah, so something like that. It drew, it, I remember looking. I think. Oh God, I think it did because I was looking for material. It was material at least double nominated. So. Yep. Just let me. Anyway, check there was definitely an option for it. Maybe it was in the. Um, no, you're right. It was nominated in the three odd thousand. Yep. The graduation thousand and the uh, rating sixty six plus twelve hundred. There you go. Yeah. So there were options galore there. So, but look, it seems to jump well. Normal luck. I think Super Session will win again. I think it's a very nice horse. Um, Senorita Dorothy is one I've been because Sean and Jake do like putting uh, William on their horses, especially when I think they're ready to win. And this is a hundred percent ready to win a oh, horse yeah. race. Yeah. Um, but I just think Super Session might be a little bit better than it. Plain and simply, I'm, I'm not. I'm not convinced. But back that twelve hundred definitely. But back to a thousand, it's a bit more interesting. Hasn't been jumping, so it'll be interesting. William might have a great opportunity if he, if he can get it out the gates because the horse has she in the past has been a pretty good, a reasonable gate horse. If he can sit outside of super session and you know get on the back of say Mantelli and then you know he'll be and William we will be fully aware that the horse he's got to beat on the surface is. Um, is inside him and mm. that, you know, could turn into a tactical affair where we see a Queen of Jerusalem take two. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely a possibility. Uh, Mantelli, no reason it can't lead and win. Thomas Magnum, I think, might need one. Uh, I thought the trial was so-so. But the trial before it won first up last prep was also just 
so 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 that's the horse i'm backing thomas magnum thomas magnum tommy yeah all right um i had i had had them pretty pretty much equal super session dorothea thomas magnum and was going to see what happened price wise okay and i think thomas magnum is a smart horse on the rise stable in form brad on draws there i think he's he think he's going to be a backable price and that's the way i'm going to go thomas magnum tommy i reckon he'll fly fresh Tommy, all right, I like it. Well, I, I think, yeah, I'm, I think opinions might be divided a little bit in that sense. So I might just hold fire and 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 back the horse that I, I'm worried, A, about the map, and B, I'm worried about the um, drop back to a 1,000, but I just think it might be a nice horse. So if yeah. I can see $3 plus super session late, I'll have a bet. Otherwise, I'm pretty happy staying out. I thought Singerina Dorothea might have been a bet for me. I was about 420. Mm. I thought I might have said, I don't know why. That's I just thought it might have gone power, up. The power of Pike. And it should be too. It's fair enough, but I- I don't know. I don't know if they're, geez, if, if I, I they're think, the same I think you price. get the nail on the head. I think Super Session's a better horse than Senorita Dorotea. Mm. Um, and you've got to think they're going to be next to each other. Could even be Senorita on Super Session's back, which is the most likely outcome because Super Session looks on a review, really nice beginner. On review, Super Session's win at Pinjara was excellent. Initially, I was thinking, initially, I was thinking, you know what? Entitled. Prawns probably should have won that race. And then I've gone back and watched it a few times. No, Super Session was a it. terrific yeah. win. Not only did it begin well, he had to just ease to grab a spot and then he took off um, just part of straightening. There was lots of merit in that performance. Yeah. Yeah. Talented. Yeah, very much so. So I'm I'm going to simply go with the horse I think is flying and uh, might need a bit of luck. But I, I don't know if everyone's going to be keen with the, the setup and there'll be a few others that people want to back. So Super Session, $3 plus, willing to have a reasonable bet late. Okay. Race four is the Crown Perth Handicap. This is a 66 plus uh, over the 1200 meters. Another small mm. field here. Where was uh, the back end of the cards? A really good yeah. back betting end of the card, I think. So this this race originally had seven acceptors. Number two, Zushan was a scratching, so only six to face the starter at this moment in time. And we've got Magic Moon's three-year-old trophy winner, Man Crush, with Pike replacing Paul Harvey. Um, he takes on the older horses here, Spin the Ninth and uh, Medellin Lake Cross Swords in a straight thousand meter race the same day at Pinjara. Sokoff got nailed right on the line in the, uh, was that the Mayor's race on the same day? And Tadweer is on the quick backup, chasing three wins on the trot for the Ganjimi brothers. So only small, but um, fascinating little contest. Yeah, it is a fascinating contest. I think I think Man Crush will hold the top. I think they'll be fairly intent on doing so, and they'll utilise the the draw they have. Um, spin the knife. We have to take on. I think it was a a big drifter for a new yard first up. B, it's up to twelve hundred metres, which is a query, and C, it's down to sixty after a claim. Um, big fan of Luke Campbell, but um, yeah, it beats me. So that's fine at four bucks, whatever it is at the moment. I'll, I'll just cop that. Metallon loses. I would have preferred they carried the sixty and a half and left Sean on. I think Sean suits the horse really well. And this, this is this is another sticky map for Tash. Well, he's been chucked on this horse, and it's, it's not he, easy for him. He, could end up 1-1, but it could end up three deep in yeah. six-horse field as well. So, yeah. And even is the horse suited 1-1 being ridden with cover? I'm not sure. So Sokoff, Breeze probably, I think. Uh, Mini Winnie for Man Crush backers. They'll be hoping it's on the back of someone there because yeah. it'll, it'll be a stopper um, on that lot. And the way the race is mapping, if Tadweer can get the right cover and get central again, there's no reason Tadweer can't make it three in a row. It, it looks nicely mapped in that sense. But look, I – 
there's not going to be a bet for me here. I don't think I've got my man crushes the one I was happy to be on again at $3 plus, but it's going from a set weights and penalties where it beat a field of maidens to carrying 59 against season sprinters. So I'm not worried if it wins at 240, 250, but it's a clear on topper for me. Yeah. Tad, we're a clear second elect. Yeah. But I'm not, these current prices, it's just like, oh, it's all good. Like, yeah. I don't, and I was hoping there was something over the top in the market, uh, but I think the market creators have got it. Um, I've got it pretty right. It's yeah, a five horse field. It's not even a six horse field. It's a five horse field. Zoo shine coming out really ruined the market, didn't it? <laughs> well, it's a, it is because mini mini winnies two hundred dollars. So it's yeah. a it's a it's a five horse field. And at the moment, we don't give sock off the fence. I guess the only reason you could make a case to back sock off um, would be that. So you don't give sock off the fence. It can't probably win. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're like me and taking on spin the knife just at the twelve hundred, the sixty. How well is it going for the yard? And then. Yeah, just a sticky one. Yeah, the winner comes from the top two, but the market's got it about right, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hard one to get too heavily involved in at the mm. moment, isn't it? So uh, I agree with you with your sentiments with Man Crush and Tad Weir and just, uh, yeah, be lurking on the exchange late at Fair.com. I can't see the exchange giving us much, though. Like, I the thought two. maybe Tad Weir might, might be, there might be a little bit of love for Tad Weir. And we get $3.10 Man Crush or something. Maybe. Have a look how the track's playing. Mm. If the fence would need to be – if the fence has any queries, I'd be happy to bail. Yeah. Like – yeah, it's an ask for Man Crush still to um to carry the fifty nine and win, but uh, yeah, sticky little race. A couple I'm happy to take on if, if there is surprise money for a horse like Metallon or something. So that's what I'd be hoping for. All right, let's take a break, and it's Mastermind time. BJ, um, it is now time. What's it now time for? It's now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind Competition after a one-week hiatus. It sure is, Terry. The Mundaring, of course, has been the heart of the hills since 1899. That's a long time. Located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you're in the neighbourhood, drop in and see the publican, Ian Butchie O'Connor. Say day and let him know you listen to the 1-1, one, one, of course. Feed, flutter. Froffy's family atmosphere, Butchie's big deck, and a shout out to the great man. He has Yonga Lass, a horse that I'm pretty sure he bred, is making its debut at Pinjara this afternoon. So by the time this podcast goes to air, we'll know whether Yonga Lass has saluted for Butchie or not, but best of luck indeed. Yes, as you mentioned before, we had a one week off. Uh, last time we were on the mastermind, Mitchell Pateman got the better of the whirlwind himself. What up, Walks? Mm. And now Mitchie's Sean back. Tate, the wild <laughs> thing. <laughs> the wild thing. Mitchie's back to uh, to try to make it two on the bounce. Mitchie, thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks, boys. Before we get started, Walks has got a special request. He reckons he's been sitting at his mailbox for two weeks. And he's there just to have a ride. Kids haven't eaten for a week. Ted. All right, and I literally, literally that second have just received a message. It's a link to an article on abc.net.au. Federal government launches sweeping review of Australia Post with focus on letter deliveries. And below that it says makes sense. Look at that time. Look when it's come. That's literally come through that second. That's incredible. He knows. He's been sitting at my letterbox for the last four weeks in anticipation. Yes, we know, Andrew. Mitchell's passed it on as well. There you go. We're going to have to get in touch with this Australian Post. Yeah, they're in the mail. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just via via Southeast Asia or something. (laughs) 
they're on their way. Um, but we'll have to check in with the walks and uh, I think Sammy White's owed one as well. Mitchie's owed one as well, so they should, shouldn't be too far away. Apologies for the holdup, gents. We had to get a fresh lot, fresh batch printed. Um, by the great man Butchie. But uh, yeah, Mitchie, welcome back to the show. Uh, it's been a big couple of weeks for you, of course. Uh, the retirement of this will test you, um, which we spoke about in the show last week. And uh, our regards um, to you and all the connections there. Uh, feels playful, runner up last Saturday in the Ascot Thousand Guineas. And of course, you were busy at the uh, last week's Magic Millions yearling sales. Yeah, no, there's been a hectic couple of weeks. It wasn't a Great start of the week last week, but uh, things progressively got better and life goes on, I suppose. But yeah, it's um, left a big dent in the stables and you know, things won't be the same for a while, but um, that's racing, I suppose, and we have to move on and try and find the next one. Just before we move on from Tess, uh, Mitch, just for our listeners, is she, what's the story? Is she going to a sale? Are you picked out a stallion for a week? Do you know what's happening next? Uh, nothing set in stone if. if you know, if it was a decision had to be made this week, she'd probably be going to the Gold Coast broodmare sale. But yeah, nothing set in stone. But that's probably the way we're leaning at the moment. So she'll probably head up there. She's just doing a bit of rehab at the moment, and um, yeah, just get her right, and then she'll probably head there in May. I would imagine. All right, and feels playful. Are you pressing on, or is it spell time? Uh, no, nah, spell time for her. She went to the paddock today, so uh, she's done her job. Six starts. Three wins, three seconds, and around fifty thousand. And uh, I think if she keeps going, you know, she's probably only going to, at best case scenario, run second to Admiration Express. So um, not much use hanging around to run second. I like winning, so she's go to the paddock. <laughs> well Very said. good. Well, well said. said. I'll tell you what. Anyone listening to this as well might want to jump on the uh, futures markets because uh, feels playful still uh, still in the markets and a second favourite. So in saying that, Admiration Express is even money. So all in. There's probably not much. Uh, Excitement there, is there? And Mitch, have you sold uh, all the shares in your horses that you uh, acquired? Um, I presume you acquired some horses. Yeah. I'm actually saying. Did you buy one for 170 Is that right, Mitch? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, we only got the one. Yeah. Um, yep. Expensive enough. So, um, yeah, there's still a few shares um, in him, but most of him sold. But, yeah, still a few small shares. So just get in touch with you via Twitter or something of that nature if you, you want to get involved yeah. with Mitch Pateman Racing and have the, the Nexus will test you. Yeah, anywhere on the um, anywhere on the socials if you want to be yeah the male version of this will test you. Yeah, when's when's it going to change to the Mitch and Josh Pateman racing stable, Mitch? When he starts getting out of bed before <laughs> six am. <laughs> and if anyone and does, how to put up. anyone does want to share, they can also contact Andrew Walker apparently, and uh, he'll get in <laughs> yeah, touch yeah, with the, you. The, yeah, yeah, speak the walks. The horse is actually valued at three hundred thousand if you're doing <laughs> maybe get in touch with me. All right, Mitch said he loves winning. He just sent me another message. Yeah. I can't actually read that one out. Can I read that one out or not? No, I can't. No. Okay. Um, uh, BJ, no, no, uh, you can't do. Mitch, loves winning and he's won the Mastermind many times. Um, but a gentleman who goes pretty well on the Mastermind himself is James Jimmy Stewart. James, welcome back to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Uh, hashtag the thank the punt. Thank uh, the punt. Jimmy, tell you what, back in a few winners in 2023, are we? Oh, end of uh, 2022 was pretty good. Um, yep. Don't know about 2023, though. It's not going the way I thought it would be. <laughs> he, nearly, right. he nearly had to trade in the stinger when 
street parade got pulled up at the 600 <laughs> last week. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Can we not talk about up. that, please? I thought I saw your Can phone history about that. searching for 1994 Hyundai Getzes, actually. That, that makes sense now, Jimmy. I get that. So, geez, you gotta, uh, you got to gotta work on your staking plans a bit. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Jimmy, and you, uh, you had your 1-1 hat on as well when you when you got the keys to the new vehicle. We love that. So, congratulations, mate. Things are, things are on the up and up and Stuart Racing bought one as well. So, the camp's flying. Um, now you've got you do have street parade in on Saturday and you've got uh is it boy blue in today, so there's a bit happening. Yeah, no, we've had a bit of a quiet period with uh all babies learning their trade, so just got the older ones coming back through the system. Um boy blue's first up today. Street parade will have his last run Saturday, so we'll see he should go he should go good and um swear to God lean in work three weeks. So you'll tackle the listed Belmont features. Okay, yeah, that'll be like the Raconteur and the Belmont Guineas. All right, plenty to look forward to there for uh, Stuart Racing Stables. Mitch, Jimmy, your names are your buzzers. You know how to play. And to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first person to answer three questions correctly. Is it me or you? Yeah, it's you, definitely. You sure? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Challenger, are you ready? Yes. Mastermind, are you ready? Yes. Three, two, one. All right, this is a this is a bit of a toughie actually, but you know what? We got two of the better players on, mm. so we'll we'll just go Sharp for it. Operators. Who am I? Uh, I was no superstar, but my career was still a good one, and it was all about longevity. It began, BJ, in December of two thousand and thirteen. And I had my final race start nearly nine years later in October of 2022. I raced 131 times. I ran in 14 black type races, running third. James. Jimmy. Fred Publisher. Yeah. He's done it. He's Fred Publisher. Throw in Ash Maley questions. That's Jimmy. Seriously, <laughs> me. I was actually a blah, blah, blah. I go, in total, this is good, actually. Some of these stats are amazing. In total, 30 different jockeys rode me. Mitch was not one of them. Is that right? Yeah, Mitch was not one of the 30 that got the call up uh, for Red Publisher over the journey. Uh, my name is two words, the first being the nickname of Andy Dufresne's best friend in the movie Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Thank you. I thought you'd like that. I was hoping it got to that. And the second being a person that prepares books for sale. Very good. Any reason uh, why you didn't never ride Red Publisher, Mitchy? Oh, no. I, well, I can't remember the author's name, but I sat straight out from Barrier. I can. On one of Mailey's one day. What was it? Uh, oh, shit. I can't remember. You're right. I can't remember. Never. I remember the story skin after. And, and Dane, skin. speaking to Dane. Oh, yeah. Skin and Tim's. Oh, skin and Tim's. Yeah, I went and hid in the basement. I thought Mailey was actually going to murder me. And it ran, uh, money. it ran fourth, didn't it? And they had a bit of a go each way yeah. that day from memory. Yeah. Uh, 20, phone that, calls, 20 phone calls later and <laughs> abuse at the races. Lucky Mailey likes me again now. It's all good. Mitchie's only recently <laughs> dropped the uh, restraining order. Oh, shit. I do remember that. I do remember that. That's very good. All right. James won. Mitch yet to score. Okay. It has been a frustrating run for Peter's Investments with a rare winless February. Who was the last winner to salute in the cerise and white colours? James. James. Uh, 
Is it rare in Canada? Nah. Incorrect. Mitch for the steal. It's a toughie. Sentimental hero. Close. The correct answer was... Diamond Scene. Diamond Scene in a Pinjarra Maiden Oof. on the 29th oh, of January. Arcadia Grace won the day Oof. before. Yes. All right. Still 1-0. Okay. Who rode juicing carrots with 79.5 kilos? James. Mitchell. James. James. Uh, Alan Kennedy. No, oh. Mitchell. Oh, you got to listen to the old question, you Jimmy. Mitchell. Kiana Robertson. <laughs> that is correct. 79.5 kgs in the Kojanup Cup. Um, so, Jimmy obviously had a fill at the dollar thirty in the Collie Cup. And he's singing, I remember that one. You know, that got me a new stinger. 79.5 <laughs> kgs. <laughs> collie. All right. One all. One all. All right. Tiana Robertson, of course. Yeah, she rode uh, juicing carrots in the Kojanup Cup. Rode right. a few winners on the card, I think. Name the famous 2,000 metre. Wait for age, group one at Flemington that Marachino is targeting later Mitch this month. Mitch. Australian Cup. Correct. Two, one. Two, one. Come on, Jimmy. Okay. Name the WA horse that finished second behind Alligator Blood in the 2020 Australian Guineas at Flemington. James. James. Is it Regal Power? Incorrect. Mitch for the steal. Mitchell. Oh, winners win, don't they? Superstorm. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> a little salute behind the That is true, uh, Mitch Bateman. We, fashion, we, should, we should be live streaming these masterminds because Mitch, you'd be saluting <laughs> right now, standing high in the oh. eyes. <laughs> Strutting around like Conor McGregor. Oh, dear, man. Only because, only because I know Kai is not going to let James live this down, so it's going to be a long week for James. I'll tell you what, Jimmy was good on the buzzer, very good on the buzzer. Yeah. He, was in, he gave himself a chance to win, but Mitchie just cool, calm, collected in the finish, and uh, he gets there. 3-1 victory. Mitch, two on the uh. trot. Two on the trot. Yeah. Congratulations. Keep rolling them out for me. All right, all right. I reckon Richie's got his eyes on Mount Rushmore, hasn't he? Yeah, I've got a couple of names in mind okay. as well. I reckon they'd be happy to take him on. So all right, very good. Stay tuned. Watch ja- this space. James, mate, thanks for, as always for coming on the 1-1. You're a great supporter of the show, and uh, we'll get you back on to have another crack in no time. But, Mitchie, we'll, uh, we'll be back in touch with you this time next Thursday, and uh, we'll have another challenger for you. Sounds good. Cheers, boys. Thanks for having me again. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Catch it. Winner's winner. Winner's win. Love a good salute. Mary Faye knew he had the right answer. <laughs> Deary, mate. Mitchy was, was, uh, uh, Jimmy I was actually missed that last question because yeah. was we didn't actually read them out to each other yeah. before we started like we usually do. Did you have Red Publisher before, Jimmy? Yeah. Did yeah. you? Oh, yeah. The one thirty starts. You, there's I, probably only a couple As soon as you said that, because oh, I, I, I know how fond you were of Red Publisher from the character yeah. that played those. So. Yeah. I, um, yeah, it was my first ever all-in bet. I think I had uh, – I think there was a Bet365 account. I think I had five bucks at – I think it was 500 to 1. Started 200s and ran 13th. Got overs, didn't I? Loom. Tell you what, loom. Good I did good. tell you what, did loom. Did loom. But yeah, no, I was getting just the, the, the was, phone's going what, uh, nuts right uh, Andrew Walker's uh, having a. Was that was that the, the moment you knew that you were a good punter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it. When I backed on 500s to 250s, oh, I thought, hang on, I, I can do this. Yeah, I've got it here. So, how I've long between that, that bet and that result until you handed in your resignation? <laughs> 
it was about 10 minutes after the race, I think. I think we were on track, had a couple of froppies, and I said, sorry, lad, that'll do, mate. <laughs> that'll do. That stumps that for- That will do, mate. That stumps for Terry's uh, yeah. professional career. Good publisher. Uh, uh, very good. Yeah, Mitchy, too strong on the line. Um, thanks again to James, but uh, you've got, you got some ideas about a, someone to take on, Mitchy, next week, Terry? Uh, I got. A, I wanted to get. Uh, well, as you know, Dane used to manage. Uh, Dane Hollingworth, Hollingworth used yep. to manage. Dane's still never been on. He's been on. Has he? I'm positive he's had a go. Yeah, I, th- I think from memory, him and Timmy Gears. Uh, oh, the battle of the the battle of Katie Whitten. Katie Whitten, yeah, ex managers, yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Tell you what, good little purchase from Timmy just quietly as well. Timmy yeah. joined us in the uh, in the trip down to uh, Pinjarra on um, Sunday, oh, and cool. uh, yeah, good little purchase. It was him that picked out X Celestial, and uh, what are they now? They've had three wins, one third. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's fine. Tell you what, absolutely fine. Good purchase. Uh, yeah, so that is the Mundaring Hotel, and I promise those one hundred dollar gift vouchers to everyone are in the post, and we'll get Mitchy Pateman on. He'll be chasing three on the bounce next Thursday. Well, in the uh, in the break there, Terry has got the remote control out, and because we're getting set for day two of the third Test, oh. Australia versus India, probably the final day too. Yes, incredible stuff on mm. the opening day yesterday. Following on from how good was that New Zealand England finish? Oh, that was <laughs> so that was proper Test cricket. <laughs> oh. This is crap. This is just luck of the draw shit. Like, yeah, playing on what's going on? Oh, it's Come. yeah. I don't know. Like. Good on Matty Kuhneman taking five for 16, but fuck, Matty Kuhneman's just taking five for 16. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. It's hard to get that enthused about. You have to really, uh, yeah, anyway. But uh, that England uh, New Zealand test, that was I set an alarm to watch that final day because I saw it set up in that yeah. way. And um, geez, I'm glad I did. That was anything. Jimmy Anderson walking down the wicket and <laughs> whacking that four. And oh, the old boy just getting excited, going bang, giving him the big fist pump. And I was actually real upset for him. Who were you going for, honestly? Oh, I was going for the Kiwis for sure. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I genuinely didn't really mind who yeah. won at that point. I would like to see Jimmy Anderson hit the winning run. So I'm a big Jimmy Anderson fan. Yeah. His longevity and whatnot. But um, yeah, just incredible game of cricket. That was great. Yeah, it really deserved the crowd. It looked like there was no one there. I know it was like a weekday, but it was it really deserved like a big yeah big crowd that would have just uh, oh, was, gone on. Yeah, I reckon that'd be one of the best Test matches in history, just about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fourth team to win. Following them. Yes, that's right. Um, all right. Race five is the Vale Jack Sheedy handicap. Uh, this is a ratings. Well, it was a 66 plus, but it's actually a 63 plus from an internal handicapper's point of view. And uh, it's over the 1400 meters. And resuming from a break is the very, very short favorite Western Knight coming off two dominant trial victories for William Pike and Adam Durant. Race fit. Rebel Zone racing quite well actually. Time scale on the quick back up there and export man dropping in weight after racing in a West Speed Platinum race. It's uh it's having its first crack at fourteen hundred meters for the preparation. Terry, I wonder whether the uh, 215, 220 of Western Night tickles your fancy. Nah, it doesn't tickle me fancy. Yeah, it's a bit thin, isn't it? Mm. Dearie me. Like, I don't even know. We don't even know how good it is. Yeah. It's a recent trial, it beats smiling girl who didn't really go yesterday. So I don't know. You can definitely win. I've marked it equal favourite, but mm. I think Rebel Zone. Has, we have to be on Rebel Zone, don't we? Well, I think it's the right sort of setup for Rebel Zone. Yeah. Should land near the one-one. Um, Western Knight could be behind it. It's got mm. gate speed, so Western Knight does. There is the possibility it can come across. But there's a chance 
Pie, he could end up on one horse further back. Than Rebel Maybe Zone, like could be carrots or something gets in the way. That that would be the ideal mm. setup for a horse like Rebel Zone. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm a bit this. I, I was hoping that Rebel Zone might be five bucks yeah. or something to make it an easy decision to have a bet. But I, I marked him about three forty a piece. Um, yeah, so the three eighty whatever it is isn't really because I wasn't that confident. So I'm not I'm not taking that price at this Brad point in time for. Four bucks. I saw yeah. that. I, I, again, I didn't even rush into that. Mm. I wasn't all that perturbed. Um, but I'm, I'm happy sort of time scale had a few issues in the gate, so we can improve on the fence. And it gets minus looks probably on its outside. I'd say it'll be at a cross it and it'll pop to the breeze. Um, so that's a nice little setup for it. Um, Stella Vista went really good at Ascot and then was so, so at Pinjara. Rebel Zone had its back. Even though it was a major on-speed day, Rebel Zone was significantly better run. So it's hard to, with the barriers here again, it's hard to say see how Stella Vista beats home Rebel Zone in those conditions. What are we going to do? What are they going to do tactically with Blow Me Out on Blow Me Out? That was incredible. Well, Blow Me Out's probably the Mandy for the meeting just about. Like, you you forget it went round. Its first up run was anything. So, um, yeah, that was – I think Brett Pope's going at 1% or 2% or something last – six months or whatever and if they're the tactics being dished out you can that was completely bananas it's playing on speed you got a horse rolling along and lucy was clearly instructed cover at all costs yeah like get back get back it jumped first like it always does it's a really nice jumping horse um and obviously we were both on but to watch the just the desperation to restrain and restrain and restrain it was um and with, with the way we knew the way it was playing it was race four or five but it, did, it didn't so it help the, it didn't help the horse at all just four no ended up getting caught three wide most so parts I, I actually think it'll start probably longer than the 17 dollars currently there so I'll, I'll definitely be having something on that um me too yeah my to be honest if i and i don't like you don't want to work on gut for what my feel is that this could be export man's race um, I don't like Barrier 1 so much. I think Steve should have left it in the Platinum Final. Uh, I know that's over the 12, but it drew eight in a race with a lot of speed and it was the perfect setup. I don't know if Cable Boy is good enough, to be honest, to, to win that again. Um, then again, he could have had both horses in the race. That's the way I would have gone when I saw the noms, um, definitely. But um, I think if Sean can end up three of the fence, I think it's looking for the 1,400. Ran a cracker of 1,400 with Castle on a prep or two ago at Ascot. Um, I think if it can follow the right horses through and have clear air from very close to the top of the straight, yeah. I think it's going well enough to win this too. So it can it can it can accelerate underneath horses. That's how it won its character play. Mm-hmm. And even it's um, the first up when Taj Dyson rode, he, he followed the fence and cut and through. Probably would, probably would have won. Probably that. would have gone close. Mm-hmm. And last start, he actually. It might have looked a touch plain on paper, but he actually ran the third fastest last 200 of the day. It went good. So it, it went, went good. good. Yeah. It went good. So ideally, look, I'm, I'm sort of 340 Rebel Zone, 657 bucks export, man. And I'm about 11, 12, but blow me out. Price doesn't really matter. It'll be anything late. Probably look at playing the three without spending too much. Um, current prices will probably make Rebel Zone just a save and little result on the other two, but not a race I want to get too involved in. Happy taking on Western Night at 2.30 and happy taking on the third and fourth favourite. So it allows for a little bit of a betting strategy in that sense. Yeah, Rebel Zone, yeah, hopefully 4.40 plus would be nice. I don't know if we're going to get that, but something like that. I don't be, know. Something yeah, like that would be it's, handy. It's, it's, it got smashed. Yeah. When Planet Cash, that's why Planet Cash got out of $4 because yeah. Rebel Zone started favourite with Holly on. So yeah. it's interesting. Apprentice markets usually go away from apprentices quite heavily. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting to see because for me, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm becoming very sold on Luke Campbell. Yeah. It's a nice, aggressive, uncertain horses. Even horses, he got beat on one the other day. Oh, I didn't back it. Capital Flight. Mm-hmm. I just, 
and it's not good. And he, I don't know if he got suspended. I don't know what the outcome was, but I just loved his intent to try and get out as yeah. well. You know what I mean? What you want Honeydew yesterday? Hot fence. He could have got off so many times and got it wide and won't wound up into it. He just said, no, this cutaway is like golden. I'm just going to be held up that little bit longer. And it's just such a good ride. And, and he was, I mean, the best horse ride, so he ran second that race. Um, but, yeah, I'm, he's, uh, he's winning me over. Rebel zone for me, hopefully, as I said, around, you know, feeling 440 would be nice. Blow me out, definitely going to follow my money there. I reckon Stevie from two is just going to park back up. Time scale. Leader's back. He's Stevie rides that position really well. Mm -hmm. If you can get out, don't be surprised to see blow me out, knock them out late. So 100%. that's the way that I'm playing. Nothing export five. Um, just going to maybe if he's wild, Betfair. Yeah, okay. Might uh, get a little nibble. So Yeah. Yeah, if, well, if, if you get your 440, 450 Rebel Zone, yep. um, it'll probably become my main-ish result, I would say, just at the current prices because I sort of work on where your best value is then make them your results, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So if, if I'm only getting, say, 360, 370, 380 Rebel Zone late, I might just get my money back on it. But if I'm getting 450, 460, 470, suddenly it becomes a larger investment. Okay. All right. So race. I'm also very wary in the fact Wetson Knight could be a good one. So yeah. we don't want to do our ass in this race. That's the hard part I find when you're backing three horses. You, you feel, hang on, you can't have this. Say you're just backing one in a race, you can't have that same stake on all three. Yeah. It's the hardest thing to do. Go, oh, hang on, I'm having bugger all on this then. I'm having, but yeah, that's not my strength. All right. So race six is the Drummond Golf Handicap. It's a 58 plus no metro win last year. You don't see too many of these this race type on a Saturday, but it always attracts a uh, competitive lineup, that's for sure. So this is, uh, as I said, over the 1400 meters. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six of the 11 runners in single figures, Terry. And at the moment, we've got Azar leading the market narrowly from Capo Veloce, Noble Bourne, who had no luck first up. Uh, Blazing Tycoon, awesome rival. They're all single figures. And um, the second of the Colin Webster runners, of course, Capo Veloce, who I just mentioned, Forever Dreaming, is also in the market with Troy Turner on from Gate One. Come on, Mark Waugh. You meant to be on mute. Um, <laughs> I was having some issues with the cricket. We're on. Five minutes till jump. Yeah, look, I, I, um, who's, who's your favorite? Uh, I kind of like Noble Bourne. Okay. And Capo Veloce, they were the two that I had marked equal favourite. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm favourite, second favourite, other way around. But yeah. Aces, oh, not for me. Mm. Four bucks. Aces had too many chances. Last start win was good, but that was an entitlement. That was that day in saying that playoffs patrol went super the other day. I was going to say you came down the outside. It went really well too, but it was, wasn't a bad day to be making those type of runs. The second horse, Mosquito, is a flea. Um <laughs> Absolute bug. So yeah, look, uh, Aza can win. Yeah. I'm thinking more ten bucks than four bucks. Mm. So um, I like I like to see that. In so, so tactically, what considering how well it went, written quite. Was that's, it written exactly, quiet? that's exactly the was thing. Was it actually nah, written quite? Nah, nah, or missed, just it, didn't, missed, missed it. it yeah. But the instructions will be let the horse find its feet. Right. Um, you know that. So it's going to be giving Cap over Loche a head start. It'll be right next to it. It's yeah. I not. I don't know. Not not so much for me. Feels like fence, traffic, trouble. Yeah, potentially. I mean, you, one thing I think when mapping this race, if my computer will go at the rate it's meant to be, I, I found this to be a really nice race. Actually, it probably will map really nicely because you got 
Uh, Blazing Tycoon in six, beat the Bro seven, awesome rival eight, trouble warning nine, Red Sea ten. So you got six horses that are probably even Flicker's chance in five, it'll probably be ridden be quieter. See, so there's just a lot of dropout horses. Noble born should find the top really easily, and I presume that's why you're going that mm. way. Whack and Tanker may be real aggressive, but even then, I think Noble Born's got the speed across. Uh, Forever Dreaming is probably somewhere near leaders back if they pop out with Wacken, who's a far better horse off fence. And Capo Veloce always musters up to either three the fence or one one. It has you know? to be one one, doesn't it? It musters up yeah. to it's not a great jump, but it musters yeah. up to a really nice little position there. So it looks a great race to be on one of those four or five horses settling on speed because you've got a, a leader who I think will improve um tremendously. Nobleborn was a forget first up. I mean it was over the 1400s a tough ask first up on its own um and then being deep the trip uh makes things difficult i you would have probably uh, one thing i will say you probably that type of horse the kilo and a half of holly, of holly would have been nice mm. um rolling out in front also the southwesterly will be in play at this stage of the day and even though you are the likelier only leader unless as i said there's real intent from Wacken. You still do have to do a bit of work from 11 to get there. So just with those factors, oh, I've got Nobleborn more like 6, 650 rather than I think 480s finish. Um, but I can, yeah, if that's yeah, if that's the selection, that way people are going, I can see why you would go that way. Um, but yeah, Capo Veloce is just a standout for me here. Jordan Turner's only ride for the day. Might be his first ride back. Might be. That's always some concern for me. Um, he hasn't been in the saddle for a while, but... We saw Stevie Parnham come back first up on a nice three-year-old in Bustler and get the chockies after six months off or whatever as well. And this is only a month or two. So looks a nice map. I think it's the best Actually, horse. Actually, Shorty had a ride. had a ride yesterday uh, at Ascot and he had a trial ride, one trial ride before that as well. So yeah, very good. He hasn't been off that long. No. Know? This isn't, isn't a big uh, January one. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, I wouldn't be perturbed about the fact that Troy's on Forever Dreaming because I think Capo Veloce is Geordie's ride. Mm -hmm. Looking back through it, that was one of my thoughts. Does a stable think Forever Dreaming is going better? But um, I think that it's just the fact that it's Geordie's ride. So, yeah, really, really, I really like this back end of this card. I reckon we can do a standout quaddy just about here. So, um, yeah, I'm. I'm three dollars cap. I could have been shorter. Mm. I, yeah, just, I, was, I uh, think this get. I just think this gets them. You know. I was on um, Prawns Eleven and Capo in that race in the Super mm. Session race. Other than Capo, how never. good was Capo traveling? <laughs> yeah, and even its run over the eleven hundred the start before massive. Yeah, yeah. the three year olds just seem to beat up on the old horses. So definitely can see if, if it's playing on speed. Nobleborn gives a massive kick, hard yeah. to run down. I just think with that southwesterly and the bit of work from the wide gate. And Capo Veloce hopefully is within two or three lengths on straight and it'll um, get it. Might say Blazing Tycoon. Okay. I really – I like a horse that's had an apprentice on its last 20 starts and it gets William Pike. And from six, it can probably muster up to about sixth or seventh mm. because you've got all that go-back horses outside of it. And it, it can just about follow Capo Veloce into the um, into the I race. Must, and it's only a battler, but yeah. Pikey brings out two lengths compared to what um, the apprentices do. so I must say, Michael Lane's got this awesome rival racing really well, even though he got beat as favourite last start. It was the second they went fastest last 200 of the race. Like it was just- They walked. Yeah, they walked. It couldn't win. Completely unsuited, gobbled, him up, gobbled up the ground late. But from eight, I know it's going to have a lightweight on on with Luke, Luke Campbell's claim. I think he can get down 51 to 51 and a half. Yep. But again, the map from eight, it's going to be standing all of these horses a, a reasonable head start. So, yeah, Capo Veloce and Noble Bourne are the two horses that I'll be focusing focusing on as well. Yeah, very keen Capo Veloce, and I'll probably say Parky's one, um, just purely on, on jockey change, but very keen Capo Veloce.
Wheaton's Irrigation and Design, they're the irrigators of choice for the West Australian racing industry. Owner-operator Craig Witten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state, especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at Ascot and Belmont Park. Craig and his team also specialise in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Witten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. Race seven is the feature of the day. It's the $100,000 West Speed Platinum Autumn Series Final. Gee whiz, what do you make of this one, Guru? Uh, I I was keen in the last, but I think I'm keener here. Really? Yeah, I really like this back end. I just thought this Couldn't was a, be keener. I just thought this was a bit of a gift, isn't it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what what I'm what I'm missing here with this with this race. There's a lot of speed on, some sort leads. Dance Cocky's probably on its back. Amber Highway's near that same spot. Born to Talks following him. Ain't no other man will try and get to the breeze. Requisition's probably in trouble from mm-hmm. out there. So there's a lot of speed and none of that speed with the southwesterly late in the day. Is, it's, there's no fear factor. So line through the lot of them. Uh, Cable Boy, I think everything went right last start. If it does again, fair enough. It could be down the outside attacking him. Like a Jaguar, it does not get past 1,000. There's a line through it. Doesn't it just doesn't? It's going super, but it doesn't get past a thousand. Never has in its career. Desert Vixen nines to five fifty doesn't get past a thousand or eleven hundred. Last start was a, a deck where the middle of the track was a small to be, and it ran on nicely. Yeah. Yeah. It ran on well enough. It's just a battler. Um, that leaves two horses in. Here's Dreaming and Twice a Fortnight. And I like Twice a Fortnight was clearly a moral beaten first up, um, but then second up got the favours late got through and it won really well um give it credit for that but it's going to be in the in the rail line of some sort dance cocky like i don't know i think some sort of the 1200 is going to be and they'll try and hold some sort back a little bit i think here to some degree i just don't think that's it's, it's going to be he's going to need a lot of luck from barrier one even if he's good enough i thought the runner here's dreaming was probably even better at pinjara sitting on the worst part of the deck in no man's land pikey goes on for chris Parnham. this horse can actually jump pretty well it can land in sixth or seventh behind all that speed i i think he's dreaming is an even money pop isn't it yeah i'm um, yeah i'm very keen he's dreaming as well i liked it the other day as pinjara as well how good but watch like when it still because it was deep the trip in the wrong part of the track mm. have a look how well it still sprinted for maybe 100 meters 150 yep. meters it just it had to a it was on the quicksand and b it, it did all the work it was four deep I think the other, not even three deep. It was yeah, four deep, no cover. It was three deep, no cover. Then it sort of got edged out further and further as the as they went around the bend. So I think it's a. I, I genuinely think it's a proper. Like I was two fifty, but I could have had it. I could have had it sub even money. I reckon. Like, yeah, I was hoping I just saw some three dollars. Like, it's still readily available. Some agencies have still got four twenty, four forty. I think there's still four dollars around. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I was. I was three dollars. And you don't price as aggressively as me, so that's a good pointer as well. So, yeah, it's just a for me. It's not. It's not. It wasn't even difficult. Like I didn't even need to bother doing this race. Like, yeah. Anyway, pretty keen. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, when you look through the the, the lineup, it just yeah, it just stands out like the proverbial. And they're also in the yeah. market. They're yeah. also tired. Like. Yeah. How many more chances can eight and nine the man get? How many more Desert Vixen at the 1,200? Again, fair enough, go to this race. It's worth 100,000. It looks a good race for a run-on horse. Um, yeah, no worries. But nines to 550 for a horse who who very obviously, A, is just a horse, and B, has always struggled past um, 1,100. So, yeah, I just think everything's so tight in a market where 
it really should be. He's dreaming. Mm-hmm. Gap twice a fortnight. Gap the rest. Yeah. So and then yeah, they're all bunched yeah. together. After if twice that. a fortnight gets the luck, then yeah, it probably can be. It definitely can be. He's dreaming, and that's the one that probably will. But yeah, you've got to back Pike in from what looks a more favourable map from six than it does from one from Carberry. Um, plus, you get a kilo and a half. Yeah. So and as I said, I think the other day he's dreaming was just as good a run, if not a better run than twice a fortnight. It's I hard agree. to judge. There's yeah. not much in it. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm keen here. Excellent. You heard it here first, punters. He's oh, dreaming. I feel better. You agree? Yeah. No, I've I'm just been waiting for the money to really come hard, and it hasn't come as expected. Are you so. second guessing yourself? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. No. 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 Not at all. It's not, not in your makeup, is it? I've already put this in the spreadsheet. <laughs> no, I haven't really. I haven't really. I haven't uh, really. All right. Race eight is the tap touch. Have you got the touch handicap? Um, some of Brad Betts' finest advertising material there. Uh, this is a one Metro win graduation, 60 plus 54 kg limit. And Stashien, finally, they step it out in a Saturday event looking for five straight victories for William and William. And Mountain Ash on the quick seven day spin around after winning over the Ascot Mile last Saturday. Luke Campbell stays aboard this likely leader. Thoroughgood is racing really well, as is Edmund and a couple of the other runners here. Gold Fries in lower grades for David Harrison. But uh, yeah, Starshian short, short enough. Yeah, sure enough. Yeah, I was about the current price. It is. I, I, you think Two, it'll win? 225. Yeah. Like, you think it'll win the horse race, but it's a sticky setup because Mount Ash will lead, and you think Thoroughgood will probably stalk it mm-hmm. or pop to the breeze. I like Thoroughgood back to the mile finally as well yeah. after it won their four starts ago. Um, if you find, and there's a lot of crap underneath Starshian, Starshian's got gate speeds. So they'll look for a spot. So A, it's a chance of being caught deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, B, it's a chance of being on the back of an Overthought or a Gold Friars or I don't know, just a, a queryable horse. So, um, yeah, with the Southwesterly in play, it's definitely going to suit it. It's been winning like a horse. It's just not going to lose for a long time. But if you analyze the form lines, they're really questionable. Like it And they've been, they've been low pressure races as well. Yeah. yeah. So it won at Mount Barker against a horse that hasn't won since. It beat Ocean Queen at Belmont Rail Bias Day. Um, it beat Highest Regard at Geraldton, who goes around on Saturday, and Katie Whitten has opted for the stable mate, so hasn't even gone for that horse. They cleared out from third. And the other day, it beat uh, EPC, who breezed on a day you needed cover and you need to be coming central. And the third horse is Divine Quest, who sat deep the trip just to prove how big the bias was. And Pike gave it a 10. Mm-hmm. It won, but in saying that, it won all of them like a horse that's just going to keep winning. And it could have won by further. And look, if it gets the right back and it presents at the right time, I think it'll get past them. But with Mountain Ash giving a kick, Thoroughgood coming off its back, I, don't, I just think it's it's risky mm-hmm. at the 220. I think it's really risky because the speed map looks great for a horse. I think Thoroughgood should be clearly ahead of Mountain Ash in the market. Those Platinums aren't much of a horse race. Um, if Thoroughgood had a senior on, I think it needs a strong senior. But in saying that, Brandon's riding well enough and it just looks that easier map. Um, yeah, I think Thoroughgood can go very close to knocking off Starshian here, but... Um, yeah, I'm sort of 230, 240 versus about five bucks. You're hearing myself speak. I should probably should have Starshian longer, but that's the way I came. That's the price I came up with. Okay. Yeah, I was not so much taking on Starshian, but I knew that the price would be prohibitive for me. So 
I thought maybe there might be a little bit more juice in the Mountain Ash price, currently $4. So I had Mountain Ash and Thoroughgood sort of the same mark. So listening to you as well with $7 Thoroughgood, Mountain Ash, $4, Thoroughgood's the bet. But I'm probably going to be backing both of them to the truth. Terry. I think Mountain Ash rolling along in front um, on the quick backup for Luke Campbell and Dan Morton. He did run in this grade two starts ago in the race. That was won by... Cisco Joe, I think Edmund ran second, and just that was the day that Taylor Childs rode Mount Nash and um, yeah, just cleared out, tear away leader, and uh, just got swamped late. More controlled ride from Luke Campbell, still went quick, it was still a fast mile last Saturday, and from uh, from gate one rather, bouncing, rolling. It's just gonna be a different setup for Star Shen from what she's encountered. Hopefully it's a high pressure mile, and you never know, it might bring the best out of Star Shen, who's obviously a, Genuine Saturday horse, but mm-hmm. from eleven, it's just it just it's going to ask a question, and it's going to need luck. It's going to ask a question of Starshian mm-hmm. and the two twenty five. Just at the moment, just it doesn't interest me one iota for that particular mare. So I imagine I'll be uh, backing both Mountain Ash and Thoroughgood. Very good. Yep. Yeah, I, I I was really hoping to see sort of nines and two fifty Thoroughgood, mm-hmm. and you sort of oh that's each way, you know, not a problem. Um, but yeah, I'm not really a two ten place player type thing but um yeah I, I just yeah for me that's the form line like it was really good on the wrong part of the track at pinjara behind multinational weapons and beat home chevelle de varga who was on the right part of the deck it's obviously in pretty good nick um it's prior run it was planet cash who i think is a really nice three-year-old on rebel zone that beat at home that that could look like really good form if our predictions are right earlier in the day um it's flying it's flying yeah. so and and it, it looks a great speed map because mm. i presume mountain ash will be rolling again you cart it up behind it and um get the last crack of that sort yeah of so yeah fascinating fascinating um viewing current prices i'll, I'll say thorough good each way is okay. my is my thought process, but um, my last comment on the race is mm-hmm. expecting a rebound from Karamundi back to the mile gate four, just completely being that uh, that Pinjara two thousand meter run uh, from four. I imagine Sean McGrady's going to be able to have him closer, so I can see him fighting out the finish. But I don't know necessarily if he's a winning chance. But he went horrible at Pinjara the other day, but bounced back on Saturday for Karamundi. Well, I'm actually um, equal Mount Nash and Karamundi third favorite. Okay, but I'm yeah, I'm taking on Mount Nash. I'm yep. just I take on Platinum Horses. Very good. All right. Well, what time is it? B E O P. Oh, it's too much. I'm going to stop now. It's time for the get out stakes. B J S T E A K S. Get out stakes. How popular is it? You saw Sunny White on um, Pinjara. Are you saw? I think they had a little fill on uh, on, on oh, old uh, garage, garage days, days, which obviously was going to lead because that's obviously garage days of strength, getting out the gates and, and finding the top. I, I, I'm surprised. I, 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 I'm really I'm surprised. well done from Tommy, but how, how do the stewards not ask about the, the, <laughs> the? How do they not ask? Oh, it's. I understand it's a feel good moment for Tommy, but yeah. doesn't there have to be a question? Why? why how did that? Like why? I understand them going forward as well, but why wasn't there a notification? But anyway. Congratulations to Tommy Wolf. Yeah, congratulations. Your first first winner. I was surprised when- Oh, sorry, his first winner. He's been just not under his name. Yeah, no, that's his first. Yeah, not under his name. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah, so- He's the brains behind a lot more winners. Yes. That was meant to be a compliment and didn't come across that way. Um, Yeah. Congratulations, Tommy and the crew in Garage Days bought at an online sale- not okay. that long ago. Um, previously, Adam Durant. Good on him. Um, yeah. Good way of – and forgetting the lack of notification, great. With the way the, the track was playing, just good ownership mm. of, you know what, um, 
yeah, let's just try and go forward and yeah, see well, what we happens. Can, so. We can't win if we go back. We might as well roll the dice and see yeah, where we go. Yeah, exactly right. So good ownership of those um, those conditions. Yeah, price was good too for, for those lucky enough to chime yeah. in. Hopefully, Sammy, I feel like, Sammy I feel, White. I felt like I was the idiot. You did. I filled up. I feel like I was the only person on course that didn't have a, <laughs> have a bet. And I was, yeah, having another, I was having like a Bragwell sook after that. <laughs> I was surprised there was no. <laughs> Same uh, track. There was no, eight days later. I was waiting for the, the Twitter explosion. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. the Get Out Stakes is brought to you by Market City Meets, the largest retail Maybe he announced shop the tactics. Paper. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe he announced the tactics on Tab Radio. I just missed it. Because <laughs> that's fine. You're a letter. If you mentioned it on Tab Radio, done. All good. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we all need to be, yeah, tuning in twenty four seven. Like twenty four, yeah. you can't you can't miss a minute. Do you know who would have found that? My dad. My dad has racing yeah. radio. Oh, a lot of people house. look like all, they found. It. I saw the tweets all the time. Oh, it was set on tab radio. I don't give a fuck. I'm surprised. It was set on I'm tab surprised radio. Dad didn't ring you and say, Terry, you should have known about that. Yeah, it was I, don't, radio. I don't care less. <laughs> Deary me. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway. To Tommy Wolf's credit, he didn't mention it on Tab Radio. <laughs> he mentioned three years ago if he got a horse, he might try and leave on it one day. Oh, fair enough. There you go. Should have been ready for it. Anyway. Probably just, it, but the one thing with that, though, you just about get rid of tactics, don't you? Tactical. I, I don't reckon. You've said that. I, I actually you? don't think you just should. Just do whatever yeah. you want to do. Do whatever you want. Because yeah. I really could have said that with Alaska a lot as well yesterday. Yeah, do whatever you want. I think, so, I think I think part of the beauty. Try and of, figure it out. Like, why would they try and figure it out? Why would like, you give away your game plan? Like, yeah. doesn't, doesn't it's nonsensical to me. It's it's over. It's over stewarding yep. for my liking. But then you either if, if you, you do it hard or you don't do, do it at all. Exactly. It's very half-assed at the moment. Exactly. And one thing I don't like is half an ass speech. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, uh, we've had this full ass or no ass. We, we've been here. We've done this before. My my thing is just let let them play. Let them play. If you've if you've got a game plan, you go out there and execute. It's up to the stewards if they if they think that something isn't above board to follow yeah. up, launch an inquiry, yeah. do their homework, find them, and then you can find them four bucks or something. You know, yeah, you know? yeah. Here's yeah. a here's a twelve dollar fine for uh, fixing a horse race or something. So, <laughs> yeah, because that's the. Yeah. That's the going right. That's the going right. Yeah, yeah. real, real, strong, as, real as strong as you, deterrence. You know, as long as you just wear your right colours, that's the most yeah. important. Wear the right colours. Otherwise, you are fined sixty-eight thousand dollars. <laughs> so, well, hang on. It that says yellow. That looks more like a gold to me. <laughs> mm, not sure about that. But I've just, I've just had to put the bar shoe on late. Oh, that's okay. But yeah, those colours, that's fine. Those colours, I don't know. Okay, running, anyway. running with only three legs this week. No, that's that's fine. Not an issue. But. But those, yeah. but that looks more like a, an off-white than a cream, <laughs> I would say. So, hmm. <laughs> uh, we're eventually going to get to the Get Out Stakes, mm. listeners. Brought to you by Market City Meets, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, Canningvale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt ran into Timmy on Sunday at the Morton Racing Yearling Parade. Timmy is uh, yeah, he's a great, great man and a good racing man. And if you go into Market City Meets, largest retail butcher shop in Perth, have a chat to Timmy and let him know that you listen to the 1-1 one, one red carpet treatment at all times. Congratulations to Paul Starling, brother of Ross. Uh, Paul, aka The Thumper, he got he won his first Get Out Stakes last Saturday, courtesy of Moi Chua for uh, Summer Dixon who started up the Quinella in that particular race. So good on you, Paul. Make sure that you get stuck into that gourmet Group one beef from Market City Meats. Now, to enter this week's Get Out Stakes, race nine at Ascot. Send us a tweet at the 1-1 pod. Let us know who you think will win the Get Out Stakes. 
and um, decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. And of course, Terry, we just mentioned him, but we'll give him another shout out. You can never, ever forget the all important Sam White rule. Terry? Back garage days. (laughs) (laughs) Jump, lead, win. First in, first in, best. Dressed. Uh, that reminds me as well with our little plug for his dreaming. Um, it's second. First up, the horse that beat at home was um, from No Man's Land was Sir Mambo, which made that form look a lot better as well. Yes. You just reminded me of that then. So yeah. uh, good ride from Taj as well. Mm. So I've been on my schwa and it was well above my price. Should have saved, but I just went harder on go forward with the drift, to be honest with you. So Who went good? Yeah, I did go good. It was just he's, flight myself. It was just he's, yeah. Well, we had the two hard luckers yeah. between us, yeah. I suggest. But uh, you know what it is. It's just racing. Yeah. That's Good racing. punting though. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've done my ass that hard and go forward over the journey. I don't know if it is good punting anymore. So I reckon it might be absolute <laughs> shit. to be honest. Absolute glut. Oh, it'll just get through and get the luck. Yeah. That's what you want. Keep backing a horse with a 200 meter sprint that's going to be eighth every start. Good job, Tess. Right, um, so hopefully we don't find the two hard luckers in this week's Get Out Stakes. Race no, nine, the Western no. Race Picks Handicap. We'll be on the same horse here, I'd suggest. 72 plus... Uh, 55 minimum, they have to, to raise them in for this one over the 1,600 metres and uh, be optimistic. William Pike, has Pike ridden Be Optimistic before? I don't think anybody has besides Holly. I'm not sure on that, actually. I, I, Holly has been our jock. She has ridden at her- the Magic Millions. I thought Jade rode her. To, Jade are you right, actually? Yeah. You are 100% right. Friend of the show, James Sat, sat nine, deep, nine deep the trip. And, um, uh, yeah, so Nux. Oh, Brad Parnham wrote us the day we went around short. I drove out to the races that day. That was yeah. a long drive home. Um, and Chris Parnham. Yeah, no, early doors we did. But Holly's been on ever since. Okay. Um, yeah, William Pike's on the guru-owned Be I think she's – I don't – I haven't actually spoke to Luke, to be honest with you. I messaged him and saying – told him I'd eat my right testicle raw if this lost on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know whether Holly is just obviously riding for Simon with Severate or um or Pikey is riding for Luke a lot on the day. Maybe it's just Pikey's on all the Luke's for the day. Possibly. I but, mean, imagine when Dan opted for the claim with uh, Luke Campbell instead of Pike, that Pike became available and maybe there was a shift in the pecking order perhaps for LK Ferniard. Well, I'm, I've been a – Holly has ridden it a 10 out of 10 its last two and she was luckless first up. Not much more she could have done. So if it has been a, a change in that sense. It's a little bit harsh. But for me – this type of horse that is ridden with cover just off the speed is just even though she's ridden it so well it's just what william gets out of it on top of that it's another two lengths like down the center of the pinjaro track the other day was not the place to be and and the run was really nice it wasn't like a super super run but it was it was a really nice run all things considered and the fact is we jumped like she jumped first like she easily could have tried to settle a lot closer to the speed, but she snagged, 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 ended up back near last um, before beating them all bar Bragwell home, who we just discussed before. So Good tactics. Oh, look, good tactics with Bragwell, yeah. Yeah, good. it was good tactics to be optimistic too, in all fairness. She rode that perfectly. Um, but, yeah, this oh, this gets them, doesn't it, PJ? Fuck me dead. I'd be very upset if this is- What price did you might be optimistic? $2 flat. <laughs> I, I reckon that's been kind. That's been. I don't know. Well, yeah. Tell me. Tell me. There's. There's. Well. There's eight horses in this race that are going to start fifty dollars plus. Probably mm-hmm. six that are going to start one hundred and twenty plus. Um. So it's a basically a five horse field. Is Chevelle de Varga from the outside gate after failing in a hot inside pad at Pinjarra to sixty? 
That's not going to be supported. Very hard to come at. Um, I'll come back to a few of them. West River Miracle, I was unlucky the other mm-hmm. day, but from that gate. Where's it going like, to be? It, and even if it does get across, then it has to out-sprint be optimistic. I, I don't think it's doing that. I, in fact, not, I, I really would be very surprised if it's doing that. Scroll down. Acting God's pretty firmish in the market. It's sort of not that far off from coming off the fall and the trial it, at a 72-plus level. It beats me, so be it. Yeah. Birdie Eagle couldn't get past thingy last week. We'll go better off seven days. I think it's an improver here, but this is a 72-plus. This is yeah, a different- Yeah, Mountain Ash. This is a different grade of horse. Cisco Joe's a battler. That just got the perfect run. It beat an, a Jelton horse the other day who wasn't even potentially at its best in my mind in Edmund. That's not the form reference. Uh, and Severates- I think it just got right, really what, nice. What about what about the main danger, Weaponson? That's where I was finishing. Mm. So yeah, Weaponson's the main danger. So really big fan of how Lucy Campbell's riding, like the rise back to the mile. Don't think it leads this. Think it's going to be ridden with cover. And for me, the way Be Optimistic jumps, forget how she jumped two back because that's a rarity. Pikey can be on the back of Weaponson here. I'm going to back Be Optimistic with William Pike on to get past Weaponson, who I think will end up um, probably probably with cover, but. With Luke going on, they, they obviously will try and lead, but I think Be Optimistic will be close enough to get Weaponson. Early market's definitely heavy towards Weaponson, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'm, yeah, my mind's made up. Blinkers. Yeah, 100%. Winkers. Bubble cheekers. I, I, I have said to Luke for a while, Be Optimistic. I, I just think it will go so well if you can get like a Pikey or a Clint. One of your good, one of your main sit and sprint hoops on. And finally listen um, to you. What starts it? No, I don't think you listen, think you listen to me. I think you made a decision yourself. But uh, it's uh, it's a grace. For me, it's just it's just the setup. This is this is it. Weapons and beats me, gets to the front. Kicks, leads, wins, and we chase home run second. Again, so be it. I'll, I'll just cop that, but that won't happen. It could happen, but yeah, really happy. Anything north of $3 to be optimistic will, will get me. Okay. Yeah. I actually had weapons on to be optimistic exactly the same. What price? Uh, 350 across the board. Oh, yeah. You fucking lost it. Yeah. Uh, but you mentioned the tactics with Chevelle de Varga. That will be interesting. You're also going like losing Pike on one to gaining pike on the other apprentice to pike pike to apprentice what's that worth in a length you know just all oh, these no, bits I, and pieces I'm, so I'm, i just want I'm you to well, agree. i just want I'm you to well agree aware with i just well want aware. you to agree with me That's i all. just not many horses all costs not many horses come from behind weapons trying to get past them so he since pike's gone on well even just in general it's always been a big closer really mm. but um so he's gonna be optimistic he's gonna get caught in a um in a fight to get past weapons on if if all things been equal but yeah I don't. I'll, uh, I was on Be Optimistic last start. No doubt I'll follow my money again. Who'd you mark? So. Like, it's a clear top two, as you said. Mm. It's a real clear top two. Who'd you mark third favourite? Uh, West River Miracle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was very close. Chevelle, Birdie, West River Miracle. Like, do any of them worry you that much, really? Uh, fair oh. enough. They're good horses. Yeah. With the setup of this race, do any of them worry you a huge amount? A huge amount. No, it's, it's one of the two. Yeah. So that's yeah. The, I think the market will be real strong. And I think this type of market, there's two options. They back the apprentice in to lead throughout. Um, if the Southwesterly is as strong at that stage of the day, again, over the mile, that's going to be in B Optimistic's favour. Mm-hmm. Um, or the market just says Pikey's going on a, a horse that's going super, who's got finally got the best map of its entire uh, preparation and it comes hard for it. So that will be the two that the market really finds, I reckon, with, with Venom. They can yeah, take it. I don't know, 60% of the market at least. Yeah, I know that there's probably going to be a little bit of tempting bet fair odds late in the day for a couple of the other chances, but, yeah, I'm I'm sort of locked in 
to the two faves and we'll see what shakes out close to the start time price-wise. Uh, Jared Noski back is um, is riding West River Miracle. He's back after a uh, hit-and-run admission to South Australia mm-hmm. where he rode Stafford's lad in the Lord Reams Stakes. That was ugly, especially at the $21 or whatever he was on mm. Betfair. Um, I thought he went really well. He He's going to drop four, maybe four and a half kilos into an Adelaide Cup on Monday week and um, look out all you Western racing fans for Stafford's in the Group 2 two-mile Adelaide Cup. I think he'll win, yeah. yeah. Do you? Yeah, for Ooh. sure. I haven't even seen the noms yet. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that also is flying. So any luck in the Adelaide Cup and uh, Stafford's will uh, – I'd be surprised if he doesn't run. Would you look at three. margin betting or just win betting? Yeah. Actually, I never even thought about – that's why you're the guru. So I didn't even think about stuff like that. Margin, margin well, betting. I don't, right? so, <laughs> I don't think you should either. I'm trying to find – is there a futures remember, market or there's that, no noms? Remember, so there's not even a futures market. I'm pretty sure Unibet or whatever it's called that does South Australia, they've got WA racing features up but not even Adelaide Cup. Yeah, so right. that's how good they're going. They're absolutely right. jog-trotting over But there, there aren't noms yet, you said. Our noms are out till Monday, I don't think. How, so. when, when, when's the race? Monday week. Oh, it's like a public holiday Monday in Tell Adelaide. So it's the 13th of March. Obviously, nobody likes futures betting in Adelaide. Yeah. Okay, on that note, we'll take a break and we'll be back with our Betfair bests, our Maddies and our Lays for Ascot this Saturday. All right, we're in the home straight, punters. It's time for our Betfair best betting propositions for Ascot this Saturday. Terry, Betfair best? Uh, 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 oh... Betfair best toss up between six and nine. We'll go with um, we'll go with Be Optimistic in the last uh, race nine. Horse number seven, Be Optimistic. Tell you what, he's dreaming very stiff to miss out. He's dreaming is my Betfair. There you best. go. I'm Absolutely. saving it for my my Maddie. Okay, we'll go the lays first. Uh, lays. Uh, uh, oh, I'll I'm betting around this horse, and I I think two twenty not for no, me. I was going to guess that too. Race five, number seven, Western Knight. Very good. Yeah, I'm happy betting around that horse with you, BJ. Uh, just to keep it different, I'll go with the current market elect Aza in the race afterwards, where I think we're aligned in the fact we're sort of willing to bet around it as well. Both can win. Yep. But current prices, um, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, did you mention pre-show you're thinking about getting some uh, lanes? I was, gonna, lanes? I was thinking about it, yeah. I, I, I'm over in Sydney this weekend, so I just – just thinking, because with the lays, I often back them back. I just don't want to forgive myself any extra. Are you going for a wedding, did you say? Your cousin's just, wedding? Uh, no, just a birthday of, party. Yeah, just a bit of a shin dig. Right. What time does it start? Oh, all weekend. So, oh, right. It's already begun. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, are you going to be – you got 100%. You got Geraldton? Yeah. Oh, got, yeah. Ger- uh, Geraldton's thin. Geraldton's you got you got Geraldton. And then on the got Sunday, you've got – Material witness there. You've got uh, – what else have we got? Esperance on Esperance, the Sunday? Esperance, yeah. So – Pikey. You'll be spending a lot of time on your the digits. Yeah, very strong fingers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where, where, what are we doing? Double next? digit. Double what digits back. Double digit. Sunday, just quietly. Tell you what, if is he your Maddie for Sunday? Double digit. Double digit. Double digit. If he was eight hundred and ten to one, I wouldn't back him. I don't think so. Um, what's your Maddie? Well, this was my Maddie two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's my Maddie again, even though I'm fudging a couple of bucks, just a couple of, couple of, couple of is uh, race five, number four, blow me out. Yeah. Couple of, couple of. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll double you up there. That's the obvious one. Um, I think we'll get our $20 late as mm-hmm. well to have something small on. Not a horse or a yard. I have a huge amount of trust in, to be honest, but we'll get the price. He's to, Jerry, baby. He is Jerry. He's a religious <laughs> man. We'll uh, we'll get the price to find out. Uh, Maddie, we're going to go race nine, be optimistic, all up. Race seven. Here's dreaming. What's that? Four times three, 12. 12, yeah. All up. Race six. Capo Veloci, it's around about it's about 50 to, 50 to 1, 50, roughly. 60 yeah. to 1, I reckon, type thing. So I reckon the true price should be 3, 2, 6, 250, about 15 to 1. Oh. So I'm actually, I'd be disappointed if we don't get that one up. Hashtag value. Definitely a good goal at the double without Capo. Capo's a third elect of those mm-hmm. three, but I'm going to have a, I, oh, I really do doubles, but I think I might have to. I might have to. It's hard to get on. It's very difficult to get on, VJ. I might have to break my own rule and have something on the uh, the Pikey Race Seven Nine. Okay. Dublay, Michael Dublay. All right, that's it. That's it. Very good. Thank you to Jimmy Stewart for uh, being cannon fodder to a uh, to a saluting Mitchell Pateman. Mm. Uh, came from behind. Oh, I went. Give it away, it's too late. Giving it away now. Good win. Mitchie, who Give wants to take away. him on next Give it away week? now. Huh? love to see Dane. That's who I, I want. I want Dane to come on for a second go. Apparently, he's been on the past. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> it was nice think, and memorable. Yeah. Oh, right, well, we better give Dane a heads yeah, up. Breadbags. So can, how do you reckon breadbags go? <laughs> yeah. We'll make it a cricket trivia one. Yeah. I think he, him and Mitch are mates, actually. Um, i tell you what, if we did, a, yes. if we did a Perth Scorchers uh, mastermind, I think yep. McShav would uh, yep. have everyone covered, wouldn't Every he? answer would be Justin Langer or... Um, <laughs> Oh, um, <laughs> was or Dennis Little. What are they called? Guncroft? Cameron Bancroft? Guncroft, Guncroft yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Does he support WA? It's hard to tell. <laughs> um, thank you to who else am I thinking? Anyone? Uh, just let listeners know that yeah. we've got a big show coming up next week. Oh, that's right. Next week we've got Tommy Johnston's going to be joining us. Uh, I hope Tommy remembers. Oh, no, he was. He was driving on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You'll remember. Tommy's joining us uh, next Thursday. TJ, sorry, put some twits twits up. Yeah, tip a twits up the yeah. other day. I haven't seen him do that for a while, so it's good to see Tommy back on the uh, on the public tip as well. So we'll have Tommy got, on next got, week. He's got a horse for sale as well. He does. Tom good Tom way to come back on. Give that a bit of a plug. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, Tommy's a very sharp mind. So looking forward to having him on next week. We need someone to take on Mitchell Pavement, and we need because Green and Peter Ants can be put on be about going sixty. For three. Win. If he wins three. That means it might be just about time to wheel out the uh, oh, yeah, the big yeah. dogs. Hundred percent done. He might even have to put. I Rooney think in his way. Notice, I, think. I think Jay Turner at about four. Now nah, for five he gets T Dunn or Jay Rooney, but at four we might even need to see if, if Jordan wants to come and knock him off his perch. Well, the yeah the slots anyway. Open. The slots open. Yeah, yeah, slot holders. Yeah, <laughs> it's all about the slot holders. So uh, remember, you can also call me if you, oh, hang you on, have a slot Terry's phone ringing. Room. It yeah. looks like mm-hmm. a slot holder is ringing yeah. him about the quaker. SEN. <laughs> Hello. Eighty twenty split. Don't think so. We're looking for better than that. Uh, anyway, good luck. Enjoy your long weekends. Good luck to Trap Murray and the, uh, the crew, the Soviet Esperance spy Cup. crew. Yeah, yeah. Um, John O'Pont. Good luck to the lads with Soviet spy. Uh, looks a nice race for it. But until next week. Bye.